Oh, hello there. You've tuned in to Probably Funny with Steve. And I, of course, am Steve. And tonight on episode two, I sat down with Riley Connors, who you may know him as the head writer of Lilac City Live. He's also a freelance writer here in Spokane. He's kind of a, a mover, a drifter, if you will. Uh, Riley has an encyclopedic knowledge of pop culture and movies, and we got into a lot of things. We talked about uh, some of our favorite films. We talked about dating. We talked about growing as a person. Uh, we talked about comedy and what is funny versus what isn't funny. And uh, yeah, we also made fun of Jeremy Renner for <laughs> quite a quite a bit. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy episode two with Riley Connors. Please listen carefully. Mm, we're here with Riley. That's me. <laughs> so what's going on, man? What's new? <clears throat> nothing. Currently, yeah. <laughs> absolutely nothing. Yeah, currently, you, I think I, you just woke up, right? I, yeah, you're not too wrong about oh. that. Uh, currently, uh, uh, currently working freelance. Um, really, just doing my own thing. Yeah. Um, kind of getting through the sickness that everybody else has. Uh, much worse, I should say. So I'm one of the lucky ones. Yeah, everyone had the plague. We were talking to Claire about it last time. No. This fucker had this guy Brennan did not get sick. I did not. I, mean, I got a. Yeah. I, my immune system is like phenomenal, unstoppable. Yeah, because well, um, you run every day. Yeah, I was yeah. only felled for like a day, like a singular day. That's so I'm. I'm. It didn't even <clears throat> felled. I mean, I could have gone to work if I was working. If you were working, but. <laughs> I mean, you're your own boss, right? So, I am my own boss. Yeah. So, how long have you been writing? Oh, I have been writing since, like, on a professional level, mm-hmm. um, only for, uh, probably for the last, like, eight years, off and on, sporadically. Okay. You know, nothing serious. Like, I'm not in the guild or right. anything. For a long time, I used to just do, like, rewrites, and I can say this now because enough time has passed, but I, I was that kid in college, even though I did four years and didn't get a degree. Mm-hmm. I was the kid that had like a healthy little side business writing papers for other people or helping oh, sure. them write papers. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of people admit it after the fact, but it's like, it is a viable uh, thing. The damage has been done. Yeah. Yeah, those kids have moved on. They're all doctors now. It's great. Yeah. yeah. No, tell me about it. They don't it. know shit about what they're doing, <laughs> and thanks to you. And here's me just like hanging out at my house. Yeah. <laughs> looking at spreadsheets for like the best classes for my Fire <laughs> Emblem character. <laughs> Oh man, <clears throat> eight years! Wow. Yeah. So you've just been doing freelance the whole time, or you? Yeah, not. Yeah. But it's always been a backup thing because I never really had the confidence until like the last like year and a half. Why is that? Is it just a? I think it's more personal, like and not personal as that I can't share it, but personal in the way that I think I stopped. Like my dick don't work, man. That's why I can't write papers. <laughs> kinda. Yeah. Like I was kind of like you, you know, <laughs> no, my fucking dick don't work, man. Hey, you know the things I see. Like, hey, fucking my cock don't get up, and I can't write no fucking papers. Hey, pretty. I mean, that's it. I like. I used to do the that's thing. That's fine. Like, I get it. Wait, I mean, <laughs> I I have fits like that. My dick don't work. I can't design today. Hey. Yeah. That's why I'm not on the Weinstein trial. They asked me that. Yeah. <laughs> the first question they asked me, they said, does your dick work? And I said... So, Mr. Connors, uh, is your cock performing at optimum level? I said, I, you know, I can't tell you. For, I can't I, tell you for sure I if it, could, could it works. Look at, look at Toots. You telling me, just you talking to me right now, it shot back up into my stomach, okay? Yeah, it's like a turtle were, that got scared, okay? They were like, are you a legal New York yeah. resident? And I said, uh, no. No, this <laughs> is completely offensive to everybody. I, I don't I, even I, know I'm, why I'm here. <laughs> Uh, I'm putting my pants back on and leaving. But yeah, so eventually I just got to the point where I, <laughs> yeah, where I eventually got to the point where I was just like, you know what? You've been doing it long enough. You went to school for it. You've right. won some awards for it. You've right. you know, but 
And it's not to say that I'm like some, you know, hidden gem that doesn't try out for acting school until 30 and wins an Oscar in four well, years. that's my trajectory, so. Which, I mean, I've seen Amarillo Diana. Amarillo Diana. Talk about character immersion. Yeah, um, it's a whole thing. But yeah, so I was just doing um, like regular nine to fives. <laughs> and then my last one, which I kind of talked about on Spokecast, but also was kind of didn't know the best way to phrase it was. I was working as like a like an inventory control specialist, so I would deal with all the parts that would come in to like this a warehouse plant. or something. It was a plant that built okay. like fancy outhouses and stuff. Mm, and okay. I had enough background in the trades that if somebody needed like a temporary foreman, I could like jump. You in. could step in and yeah, but I had like an office, and that's where I spent most of my time, mostly just haggling so were, and bullshitting. You were doing like clerical work and uh, organizing. I mean, not clerical. Yeah, that's kind of kind, a, kind of more more I mean, like you weren't answering emails and like sucking your boss's dick. So uh, well, a lo- little of the former, <laughs> uh, like the latter. I don't yeah, know. I don't no. think he's my type. Yeah. But then they they wound up moving the whole entire plant to Nampa, Idaho, and it was this big scandal. And oh wow, but because so a we're lot of people lost their jobs and shit. A ton of people Jesus. lost their jobs. A ton of people and. Uh, luckily I'm legally able to like talk about it, but yeah. it's not really worth going into, but like sure. yeah, a ton of people lost their jobs, but you know, I got unemployment, I got severance and I was there for, you know, until like December 31st. So, mm-hmm. you know, I t- was like, okay, you know, you're making this is, money the, this last year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. so, it's, so this is recent. This is like a month ago. Yeah. So it's not like I've been like kicking around for months and months and right, months. Right. I just decided to take the time mm-hmm. to, you know, help out people in my life that I knew needed help. And sure. You know, and, like, so one of my friends has, like, a, you know, she wanted to get on a workout plan. So I was like, okay, I have time to talk to you about that. Another buddy of mine is going, um, he's moving from one place to another after a breakup. So, you know, I took the time to, like, set up my place so another person could live there. Right. And, you know, so it's like everything kind of takes time. And it's sure. not because, like, I, you know, it's not because it's like, oh, I've seen the error of my ways and I must help all these people. It's more just, like, what other time am I going to have to do it? Right. What it, yeah. And I have some casual freelance things I'm working on, but I'm trying to get back into the the world because it's you know i've had my little vacation time and it's right but yeah i mean that's so just getting getting kicked out of the plane like that in yeah. a business especially in the way that they did it right which uh I sometimes was, it could be the best thing that can happen to you yeah i, I mean, almost got silver lining kind of thing on the spot because, <laughs> almost got fired yeah because i was the one that the union guys were like hey we knew it was going to happen so they were like do research for like a week so when the company president came in he was like we just found out about this i was like how come six people are under ndas oh no and they were like shut up they were like stop talking and i was like well okay so anyway you know when you have an experience like that and you're right it is one of the best things but when it's just so almost like out of television it's like you you don't you don't realize that this shit happens to people and yeah. until it happens to you and it's like holy shit right. and, I'm in the thick of this and not everybody yeah. needs to have their rich parents killed in an alley to make a life changing <laughs> move yeah you know? dude for sure and, R.I.P. Yeah. Batman's yeah, parents Batman's yeah. parents you I mean, watched Joker yeah they deserved it <laughs> yeah they did yeah they were he was a piece of shit yeah I love that he slapped him in the bathroom <laughs> he's fucking Bruce Wayne um. Uh, not Bruce Wayne. It was, uh, what's his name? What's his, his dad's dad. name? Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne. Thank you. Um, great movie, by the way. Yeah. It was yeah. solid. You didn't, you didn't care for it or? No, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. Okay. I thought it was, you know, it, it very slightly rose above taxi driver meets Joker. <laughs> you know, it was like, uh, what's that? The king of comedy, you know, the, yeah. the old, uh, De Niro. It was kind of like, they extrapolated a lot of that. Yeah. You can make 
you could rewrite the wrestler with Mickey Rourke as a Captain America movie, and I imagine people would love it. Oh my god! I just cast Kevin like, Costner. Oh my god! As him. I mean, that's just off the dome. But I mean, that's yeah. the only reason why I kind of look. But at like Joe Kevin Costner, ninety-seven. Like not. Kevin oh, I'm Co- talking Kevin right Costner now. now right because now, he would be an old Captain because it's like the wrestler. Oh, okay. So you oh. see what I'm saying? I see what okay. Yeah, yeah. So you know, mm. but that's what I'm saying, and it's not because I'm some wild creative genius. It's because that's not, and it's just take popular movies. Mm-hmm. That, plug and play kind of thing almost yeah. not okay. entirely but to a certain degree but i will give them this it was really cool that they did that because in terms of like that really hasn't been done before i mean you could say the captain america winter soldier was just like um six days of the condor or whatever but <laughs> you know the the plug-in they they did a really right. good job of that because right. they used the ip but yeah. so i thought it was fine um i might think favorite, of uh, phoenix Oh, his performance. He's fine. I thought he was great. I thought he did really well. My favorite movie of the year, because this will be like the biggest, for those who can't say jerk off answer, but um, is uh, Uncut Gems. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it. It's my favorite movie. So, of the year. Probably my favorite movie. Well, of the decade. Of 2019. Of the decade. Of the decade. For 2020, right? (laughs) I mean, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, I heard a lot of good things about it. I mean, I was just, I forget who I was talking about with this, but uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, uh, Austin, you know Kristen and Austin? Yeah. I had them over the other night. We were doing a movie night, and uh, we were watching all of like, Adam Sandler's old movies, and we started with Click, which was not great. Uh, you started with Click? We started with Click. Why? I said it as a they, they came over, and I was like, it wouldn't it be funny if we started with a Click? And they were like, all right. And then we started watching. I was like, oh, okay. We got to backtrack here. So then we watched uh, Little Nicky and fucking Mr. Deeds. And then we all just got really tired and, and uh, decided watched to watch all three of those movies in one night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was I had to get baked beforehand because it was just like I can't handle too much Adam Sandler. So you went with late '90s Adam Sandler versus see that's like odds. That's like odds. The yeah, yeah like the Deeds is yeah, Click is 06. I think Mr. Deeds is 01. Yeah. Um, or odds. Yeah, right? yeah, but like late '90s that era of, yeah. of Sandler, right? I mean, obviously you know fucking uh billy madison and stuff is great but mm-hmm. we were just talking about how like he the last 15 years of his career have all been all mo- not all i think there's been a couple movies that are good but most have just been like these phone it in sketch ideas that they just decide to build a movie around you, you you're telling me that's not brilliant because that's what i love them from a from a business standpoint it's brilliant because you just cash in fucking checks but i mean like from a comedic standpoint from like an i don't want to say integrity because it's like he was fucking opera man there's not a lot of integrity yeah. in what he was doing but i don't know man i just like i got tired of the same shtick you know you ready for a nuclear hot take hey, please i can't fucking oh wait. man i want to hear that. i think this is i think i I don't know if I mentioned this and if people are because you know I did a podcast earlier this week right but it's Spokast. like my shout out to Spokast they're shout out my, to Spokast they're fucking awesome uh, vote for them as best local uh, podcast by the way yes Inlander yep don't vote for this show vote for Spokast I, we'll get into that off air yeah. I don't know too many others I yeah. only know a couple um, <laughs> but uh you know, it's kind of like my Jimmy Buffett point, which is like everybody shits on Jimmy Buffett. But if if you were like on a river and Jimmy Buffett showed up on a speedboat with like two of the hottest 40 year old mills you've ever seen, sure. he's like, jump on, Steve. Steve. You know? <laughs> and he throws you just like a canned margarita. What are you going to say? No. I mean, you know, if you're like married or whatever, that's a different thing. But, but if it was right just... now where I'm sad and lonely, yeah, dude, I'm jumping on the yeah, boat. But I'm if somebody's blacking out that night, of course. But depending on the situation, maybe somebody else who's a little bit less like, you know, who is a little bit more about like cares what other people think, 
You know, they might say, no, Jimmy Buffett sucks. No, Jimmy Buffett's great. But that's how I feel about Adam Sandler and the way that that Sandler is like, okay, he did a lot of really good, awesome things. Mm -hmm. You know, and now he's like, it'd be like if you made it tomorrow and 10 years from now, 20 years from now, you've made it so much in your career that you can just call me up and say, hey, I'll give you 125,000 to just shoot for, I don't know, fucking five days out in Tahiti? What am I going to say, no? And oh. anybody who wants to get in on that and say that that's not Citizen Kane, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like what the fuck are you expecting? Like, yeah, you know, you know no. that's what I feel like is so bad about our, our culture right now, not to get on a fucking no, rant, but Let's it's like, it. Let's do it. Everybody, everybody's like, oh, this is so shit. You know how hard it is to make a movie? Sure. You know how much money it takes to make a movie? You know how hard it is just to get, you know, in pilots, same thing. You know, it's like, just to get one pilot on the air, and then to get that pilot to go to series. Get greenlit, yeah. And then not be canceled, and then have multiple seasons. You know how hard that is? It's a lot of fucking work. Right, and if everyone's like, oh, the Big Bang Theory sucks, it's like, yeah, I agree with you. I don't love it. I feel like a lot of that humor is phoning in in a way that's a little bit less wink-wink than Sandler's. But I'll say this, if you have a big issue with it, don't go on and, and tweet at Jim Parsons to say no, more no, 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 no. Go no, to no. Chuck Lorre's house. <laughs> he's, With a kitchen knife. Yeah, him. He's the one shoveling the shit. You know? But like oh Sandler God, and all these amazing. guys. But yeah, Uncut Gems was dope. Yeah. Because I'm a big fan of the Safties. And I've been a fr- fan of theirs since heaven knows what. And then yeah. Sandler, he's from New Hampshire. I'm from right. New Hampshire. Okay. So Sarah Silverman and Adam Sandler are probably my two... And Seth Myers, right? Seth Myers. Yes, yeah, Seth Myers a little bit less. Yeah, yeah but but he's yeah, same area, area. Yeah, they're all from yeah. Manchester, yeah. which is the the biggest city, pretty much the only city in New Hampshire. Yeah, I mean, there's like, it's a really four. small state. It's like the bottom, top five small states. Yeah, right? I was like from the, I was like from the tri cities in terms of like import. It is for a relation states. to yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so like average, a little bit above average. Fourth, yeah, like yeah. fourth biggest. Okay, and. and um, but yeah, so I'm just I'm attached to that guy at the hip. Yeah, no, I, I, just to clarify, I mean, you just made a great point, and I, I want to clarify because like I I say that because as a fan of Adam Sandler, I grew up watching him on SNL, and then you know uh, obviously all of his movies. I think he's a very I think he's an, an underappreciated talent as far because people just remember him as like you know the whole thing, but like. Go watch Rain Over Me, which is a great movie. If you haven't seen it, it's a great movie. I've seen it. That's the 9-11 one where he plays Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, my God. It's fucking... It's so funny. But, like, he's so good in that because it's such a heartbreaking role. And, I mean, I don't... I think the movie got panned. But, like, I really respected him in that role. Punch Drunk Love, kind of the same thing. That was a good one. Meyerwitz Stories, new and selected. Did you see that one? Yeah. I mean, like, he shows his range. He's a talented guy. And he's brilliant and hilarious. And I just saw him on SNL. He just hosted this last year. He was fucking great. It just I I I kind of get like burnt out. I guess is more my point. But yeah, I'm not mad at Adam Sandler for like if I was in his position, kind of like you were saying, I'd probably be making ridiculous six too. Like who fucking know? Yeah, let's let Rob Schneider play a Native American. Who cares? Like you know what I mean? Like, I would say all Native American. I think so. It was I got like halfway through it and I had to fucking turn it off. <laughs> I should laugh, but it's like it's just the audacity of being like. No, fuck it. We're doing this. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? If people like, get mad. Let them get mad. Yeah, fuck them, dude. Like, uh, I just rewatched uh, Fifty First Dates. Is that the one with uh, Drew Barrymore? Yeah, that could have been a horror movie so fast. Oh my god! <laughs> and fucking Rob Schneider playing that like Hawaiian character. Like, 
then in 2003 it was hilarious but now you're looking like oh man like people are gonna have a field day with this one on twitter you know like uh, yeah i I just tell people people are mad it's the same deal people are mad because they can't they fight that they could get arrested for fighting now (laughs) 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 dropping bombs tonight my man hot take number two street fighting should be legal yeah actually (laughs) in washington state there is a thing it's the mutual combat law which I just found out about not too long ago. So like, it's like a if like someone challenges you to a duel kind of thing, like <laughs> yeah, we had to go like on the street. Like if we were like shook on it, and there was witnesses to say like we shook on it, we could fight in the street to settle. A they civil. might they might have changed it, and it might be a Seattle only one. But I heard about it in Seattle. I thought that was funny. Holy mm. shit! Yeah. So that's why people go on Twitter. Also, hot take number three: Kevin James though, fuck Kevin James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The zookeeper, he's got the movie where he's like, I'm a teacher and I need to raise money. For here comes the boom. Yeah, yeah. and it's here, and he's like, I'm going to become an MMA fighter. Right. <laughs> it's just like I could just see. I will say, King of Queens was my favorite show growing up. I have the box set on my fucking mantle. See, but I'll give you that, though. That's legitimate. And but that's, it's not just him, though. It's like Arthur Spooner. Uh, Jerry Stiller's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, Leah Remini. Yeah, Lee, oh, she's what a, great. What a, what a hero. What a brave. She's a she's a patriot. Brave, she's brave a, she's a fucking patriot. Yeah, but I could just see uh, here comes the boo, like zookeepers. Like, so it's like uh, it's like Dr. Doolittle, huh? Yeah, right, okay. But it's, uh, but it's Kevin James and he's, he's in, wearing uh, short shorts. Room. Okay, yeah. cool, yeah. But you're telling me that the gorilla talks to him? <laughs> What about the parents? How much we got to pay for this? Yeah, you just hear. Yeah. <laughs> Can the penguins talk too? All right, here we yeah. go. <laughs> oh, no, let's put Joe Rogan in it. Let Joe Rogan do a dance sequence. Yeah. Oh, they do? Yeah, they give yeah. like relationship advice. It's uh, fucking ridiculous. Is, I know. <laughs> like, it's, but it's, it is like Dr. Doolittle. I just rewatched Dr. Doolittle not too long ago, and it was like, okay. It's the exact same. It's plot. the same fucking movie. What about, did you go see the new Dr. Doolittle? God, which is just Robert Downey Jr. puts on a the accent from Chaplin that he's been dieting out <laughs> of for twenty five years. Oh my God! We're yeah. gonna have a Sherlock Holmes. We're gonna have uh, Iron Man. Yeah, it's gonna be Iron Man, but he's gonna be with a British accent. It's and, like just, on drugs. It's weird. It's like around the world in eighty days meets Sherlock meets Doctor Doolittle. That's what I feel like the movie is gonna be God. like. And he's just talking in a weird British accent the whole time. I watched him on Rogan talking about talking about oh, that role, that too, yeah. and it was just like I don't know, man. Like I I want, I love him. Like I I think Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is one of the best movies of the twentieth century, twenty first century. But he, I don't know. I just like that. Iron Man was great, but like, fuck, dude. I don't know. It seems like a cash grab, but it's like a family movie, so I can't really say that. Like, I get what he's doing, you know. But it's like when Jim Carrey did Mr. Popper's Penguins. Like, dude, did we need that? Did well, you didn't? Did you need to do that? And then they 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 drown on and on and on about the craft. It's like eventually, I just want to hear somebody be like, you know, you you hear like one and should have seen those zeros. Like, yeah, exactly. You know what it's I mean? Like, like it's big. I have a Maserati that can turn into a boat and a jet now. Thank right. you. It's a little transparency is all we're asking for. Yeah. A little, little just be frank with us, you know. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, uncut jets. Yeah. Go I, see I'm it. definitely going to check it out. Well, I, I saw that it's coming to the States. Or no, it's it's on Netflix, like UK or something right now, but it's not coming to the States yet. So yeah. I've been kind of holding out. But I imagine so, we'll go to Amazon first. Okay. Probably like the Good Time. Yeah, good, good Times just came out. Good Good Time just came out on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. That's so good. That's that was one of my good favorites. times. Is that uh, that's the sad the sad feet brothers? Yeah. It's um of Robert Pattinson. He plays a scumbag. He's got a brother, oh, a handicapped yeah, yeah, yeah. brother, and he's got to bail his handicapped brother out, even though he probably shouldn't, because it would. And it's just one bad night. But it's like I think I like those because even though I grew up in an upper middle class background. Mm-hmm. I have an uncle who was... Fucking elitist. I know. I had, a, I had an uncle. And liberal. My, liberal elite. Look at him. 
Uh, my dad. Terrible. <laughs> my dad. Silver spoon in your mouth. I can see it. It's terrible. My dad looks like Morrissey. That's, <laughs> that's how he makes all of his money. That's amazing. Uh, but my dad grew up like super blue collar. And, sure. But his brother never really left the life. And so like I grew up around through him, my Uncle Mike, who's awesome. Yeah. I grew up around a lot of dudes like in like the guys in Uncut Gems and the guys in Good Time. and Okay. Like. So when I watch those movies, there's it has a different kind of especially uncut gems resonates it's about with you a different pawn way. Pawn dealers and diamond guys, yeah. and that's what I used to do. My uncle used to go there. We'd go into a diamond shop, and he'd be like, "Hey, you see that uh, jeweler in there?" And I'd say, "Yeah, Uncle Mike." He goes, "That guy fucking hates your mom." And I'd be like, "What? I'm seven. What the fuck?" Yeah, I'd be like, "What? Why? What'd she say?" And she was like, "I don't know. She's just yeah, she's giving him a hard time about some diamond. I don't even know where she got it from." And then we just like get in the car and be like. I'd be like sit on a CD because you'd yeah. have things thrown all over the place sure, and I'd hand sure. it to him and he goes, hey, Ryan, you like collective soul? <laughs> <laughs> he's this guy talking about like beating guys up for money and then he's like, hey, you like collective soul? Hey, how about soul? gin blossoms? Huh? You like the fucking guys? Yeah. yeah. He goes, okay. you like eagle-eyed cherry? Yeah, there we go, baby. Yeah, Come man. on. <laughs> Who was the guy that's saying she's so high? Yeah, Tal Bachman? Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah. He, but yeah, he worked. And then he goes in and kills a guy. In a <laughs> <laughs> like fucking like drive, just goes in and shoots uh, a guy. He's, he lives here now, and he's okay. so awesome, but he he taught, he taught was that my like connect. Because he was never, well, I, I can't say a lot of it, but he, he knew a lot of people. Sure, it's connected. Yeah. yeah, and even if he didn't directly associate with them. So he'd tell me stories as a kid. And I'd meet people occasionally, but he'd be like, if I tell you about the time that I was uh, dining out with the guy from the Hells Angels, and then I had across the street in the bar was a guy from the Devil's Disciples, or like the Panditos or something. Fuck. And he's just like in the week. And, you know, I don't know how honest it is, because sometimes, you know, we'll be, be drinking, having fun, and he'll be sure. like, yeah, and I didn't want to bring that guy over. And so George comes from across the street. And mind <sighs> you, this is in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Sure. Which Seabrook, New Hampshire is like, think about like all the bad rep that like, felony flats in like hilliard get sure, sure as like an entire town that's an entire city is sebring oh. is it sebring Seabreeze? it's a seabrook and Seabre- if you look sebring, on google you'll see that there's um, a picture of a woman um or a man like like f- fishing in a pond with a nuclear power plant in the background that's their flag or what i guess my what dad the... helped build that nuclear power plant as a as a laborer in like the 80s sure sure so fuck new hampshire's that small dude yeah. but the in seabrook it's this town where, like, the story goes that there was only like four families, and oh, like, no. the, the, like it was like the Taylors. The e- I know the Eatons were one of them because I grew up with a couple of the Eatons. But the story goes that they're all like these like inbred families, and sure. that's where the entire the so entire the whole city came out of that. Is just people just deep in- banging inbreeding. each other. Yeah, and yeah. this is like you know late nineteenth century. So sure. anyway, uh, the best of times in my uncle's pawn shop in New Hampshire was on like the worst strip. Because it was it was a porno shop with like a which made me a man of and, course uh, yeah. and with a little walk up to like an upstairs where they would do the shows because oh. this is like the nineties right sure and then it so was like be, striptease upstairs no no yeah. showgirls I don't know what, uh, what's your preference keep trying yeah <laughs> keep trying yeah. Go, go a little bit darker okay well, yeah and then next to that was a was a fireworks place okay and then the pawn shop and then there was Jesus. A, there was a comic book store next to it how is that 
place not full of crime. Like, how, is <laughs> no, how is it not? It's because like, it is. Oh, okay, it is. Uh, like, but I, I but it's like, if you can put my childhood into a like everything that is for me so that little adult. block is like all of your fucking yeah it's just like comic books <clears throat> fireworks tits movies <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Fight, like you know in pawn shops they've yeah. got guitars and guns and computers and mm-hmm. you know my, I'd just be like hey Uncle Mike can I have a Dreamcast you'd be like yeah take it hey, fucking take it I, I, yeah, I paid yeah, nothing I for it yeah exactly it's like you like oh, you want a samurai sword hey wait <laughs> you want a pocket knife kid yeah he's <laughs> like you want to learn how to play guitar I got like a thousand of them uh, so yeah so he's here now. He lives. He is. Here. He okay. is. Yeah, he lives with my uh, my grandparents. Um, oh, right on. And so they got. They were out here before you were. Yeah, um, or did you kind of? I had. I mean, so I was born it, there. But. No, it's short. I was yeah. born there, but my mom was born in the Catskills. Um and dirty the, dancing. It's funny you say that. I have a story for <laughs> oh, off air. That 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 actually yeah. that my that's a extended family. That's, oh yeah. Oh fuck! Old dynastic Jews. Jesus. Yeah, you want to talk once again about what are you? What is everybody else doing? And what am I doing? Playing Fire Emblem. <laughs> um, but uh, oh but, no! But her mom was from like Lewiston area. So long story short, my mom's originally from here. Went to NC, graduated in '84. Sure. But her father, man who raised her, is from um, York, Maine. Okay. So that's how my my mom went back over there when she was like 21, 22 to like, I don't know, like find herself some fucking yeah, we all, Natalie we all. Merchant bullshit. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just, um, who's, who's Paula Cole? Who does the, who does the, the, the theme to Dawson's Creek? Is it Paula Cole or something oh, like that? It might Laura be. Cole. She's got like the something. hairy armpits back in the 90s, which was cool as hell. Yeah, who was it? The, the, the four non blondes? That wasn't them. They, they oh, did God. the. They did What's Up. What's Up, yeah. That's Linda Perry. Oh, there Paula, you go. Paula Cole. Paula Cole. Oh, I got yeah, it. Look at you, man. Uh, you were crushing it tonight. This is. Uh, I'm, first of all, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm, I'm very impressed with your your uh, your knowledge. Uh, I thought I was the only one that had a Rolodex of useless trivia going on in my head. <laughs> yeah. You, sir, are cut from the same class. So Thank I, you very I much. You. Yeah, I <laughs> much respect to you. Um, so, so my mom went out and then anyway, your mom's trying to find herself doing the whole eat pray love thing. Sure. Yeah, I went to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, which is like right on the coast. Okay. And beautiful, beautiful town. Um, and met my dad, who was a bartender at like some bar called like the Flamingo. Oh. And or the Toucan no Toucan. It was the, the Toucan. toucan. And they've been and they were together for like twenty years door to door. And then we moved here when I was like two for like okay. six months or something. My sister was Spokane. To Green Acres, so like okay. right outside, and but the the general area. Yeah. And my sister was born here, and then like as quick as she could be born, we were like back in New Hampshire for like whoa ten plus years, and then and then then back. Then we moved back here when I was like in like middle school, okay, and went to like middle school and high school here. But I'd go there in the summers, so everything was split <clears throat> up. But long story short, my dad's father, mm-hmm. who had lost his wife a couple years back, moved here. And met my mom's uh, best friend's mother-in-law at the time, and they got married. So, Whoa. My, yeah, so wild, um, yeah, super, really awesome, really cool. So, pretty much the whole unit was here except for my uncle, and then my uncle eventually was just like, "Fuck it, I gotta go." Yeah, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta like, go west, baby. Yeah, he was just like dealing gold and stuff, and like he brought over a bunch. Of, <laughs> the fuck is your life, man, <laughs> dude? I could tell we I could do an it. entire I love it. side episode 
where we'd have to get him on. He's he's like six one. He looks yeah. like a shaved silverback gorilla. He's got a thug life tattoo on Dude, his stomach. Let's, says, we're gonna book him on the show. It says pain. Oh he did. Uh, he did B kung fu movies. Oh, he's met like John Cena. All these guys, like oh, you know, wow. karate dudes from like way back in the yeah, day, like the old school. Yeah, OG. yeah. yeah. I mean, he was just a power lifter, and he worked in you know gambling machines. Sure, and, sure. Yeah, he's got Fuck, a, a, a tiger up one arm that goes up to his boob, and his then, breast, and then, yeah. and then a, a dragon that goes up the other side. What, what is his name? Just Mike. Mike. We okay. just call him Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike. Hey, Uncle Mike. Oh, he talk. He talks like this. He's like, hey, what's hey, up? Hey, what's going on? I met this girl at the put YMCA. <laughs> she's 22 years old she told me she got a 51 year old boyfriend and then he oh. just and then he's like oh you want to tell me that's not crazy right and i was like i don't, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck dude <laughs> the amount of, the amount of yeah. questions i've had like that my entire yeah. life but he was like kind of like my shadow dad like my backup dad where yeah. my regular dad would be like we'd walk into a quiznos and oh no and there would be no one there and my yeah. dad would go shh I go, what, Dad? And he go, they might be held up in the back. Oh, <laughs> like my God. That, that level of just, like, hyper paranoia. Yeah. And then flip over to my uncle, who's like, pulls up with a curtain to his room and points a gun at me to be like, hey, I know I don't have a door here, but this is, like, what I do when I get up. I don't know who's coming through. I don't here, know so who's coming through. Exactly. Gotta, yeah. So the, 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 <laughs> the radical, the, the, the dichotomy between those two sure. men. That's my quite life. a dynamic between the two. And so <sighs> obviously you being who you are makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, I mean that in the shower. I mean that in a comp- <laughs> Yeah, well, it's a lifestyle. But I mean that in every, in every positive way. You are a delight. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> Yeah, no, it sounds that whole YMCA story reminded me of a funny video. Did you ever see the uh, Good Morning Julia guy? I don't the, think I did. Oh, okay, so it's this, I'll just tell you real quick. So it's this guy who's kind of talks like this. Hey, it's me, Joe. And he, uh, it, it was like a big thing like last year, the year before. And so this guy is going, he's like in his 50s. He goes to the Y or like the gym, sees this really beautiful young girl. And instead of going up and talking to her, he goes to the check in sheet finds her name and like her information and then decides to send her a video the next day of like him talking in his house. And it's like, you can find it. It's hilarious. And he goes, good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Just want to call and tell you that you're beautiful. And I, I, I really could see myself falling in love with you. Let's go all the way, baby. Like the whole, like that's, he does it for like two and a half minutes. That, that's kind of like, I, I, I mean, in this day and you age. You talk about big dick energy. That's not even I like mean, big dick energy. That's just like you, you big witch energy. Yeah. I don't know. You're like, you're insane. Like you just control time and space. Yeah. Like you're a fucking warlock, dude. You're yeah. in a, you're in an anemic, I'd have not to anemic, see, but an enigma. Yeah. I'd have to see it to see exactly dude, how we'll watch it later. It it's so like, it's not even, it's not problematic. I think, I, I mean, it is doing shit like that's not fucking cool, but like, it's so funny because it was on like your mom's house podcast and stuff. They did a whole thing on it, but like he, like he ends it with, he's so fucking like long Island. Like he's so stereotypical. He's like, let's go all the way, baby. Let's go full throttle. Come on, baby. You and me chow, baby. And then like ends it like that. It's just, it's fucking perfect. Uh, yeah. We'll have to watch that. That's, uh, I love so when you were, Island. Yeah. I've never been, but oh, I've, it's great. I've heard great things. Have you been to Rhode Island? Oh, I've been to all, I've been uh, to all over. East Coast. I mean, imagine since yeah, you moved. I've been through most of the states in the Union. Um, yeah? Yeah, because when we moved here, when I was like a, almost a teenager, we drove. 
Oh, shit. So you saw a lot of stuff. Yeah, I've been to most of the states, either been through them driving, been Mm -hmm. in them, spending time with it, or at least flown over them. Sure. But I have not been to Alaska or Hawaii. Interesting. So I guess at least I've covered 48. What's your favorite state you've been to? I mean, outside of New Hampshire, obviously. Yeah, New Hampshire. I got a tattoo. I got a New Hampshire tattoo. Um, Okay. uh, I... I've always wanted to go to Rhode Island. I, it's fine. I almost took a job in Providence before I got the job here. I was I was about to drive across the country That's a two years town, ago. Though. Yeah, I've heard good things. It's a great town for artists and mm. designers and stuff. If you ever want a good book, read The Prince of Providence. It's about the old mayor, Buddy Cianci, who got in trouble, got went to prison. Oh, shit. I think it's called The Prince of Providence. It gives you a very good idea of like how Providence is. Okay. It's, it's kind of like... <clears throat> It's kind of like a junior Boston, but it's a lot more wise guys and stuff. But it's really neat. Yeah. It's just small. You know, just that's tiny. how New England is. It's all very small. Sure. It's like, I lived in Burlington, Vermont for a year. It's like, but it's like the time it takes for you to drive from like here, where we're at right now, mm-hmm. to like Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. You're like, it feels like you're you're three states over. Yeah. You know, and wow. towns there are different. Like, even the one I was born in. Well, you can go from like New York to Philly in like two hours, three hours, right? Yep, and you can go from like coastal that. New Hampshire to New York City in four. That's crazy. Boston in fifty. Boston, cra- Boston, forty-five. If you if you catch traffic right and the sure. and you got easy, pass. you can you can get there. Wow, I've yeah. never been to the East Coast. I mean, I, I was in New York when I was a kid, but I don't remember it. Um, Is that where you grew? Were you born there? Or something? No, I was born. <laughs> bro, I was born in Yakima, um, three yeah. hours west. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Good old, you know, the, the, it's so funny. They call it the Palm Springs of Washington, and that's, that's like when you're driving into town. There's okay, like a lumberyard. I lumber hate to yard. make this joke, but like, who coined that joke? Like Ray Charles? I, some, <laughs> you've been, obviously. I take it. You yeah, see. it's not like the worst place I've ever been. No, in it's the not. World, but it, what it should say on that billboard is Yakima. You'll take a dump at a Burger King on your way to Seattle here. Yeah, like it, that's fun. really what it should say. Now I shit on Yakima all the time. I love it. I mean, I have a lot of friends and family back there, so I go back. I haven't been back in a while, but I do love that part of it. But growing up, it fucking sucked. Trying to be a stand-up comic in Yakima was a joke in itself. Like that was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's like being the best fisherman in the middle of the Sahara. Yeah, right? it's like, yeah. oh, cool. Well, you have a rod, but you got nothing else yeah, going yeah, on for you. Like, sweet. Yeah. Hopefully, you'll find one of the bodies is buried yeah, in the sand. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I I you know this will, this will be eye rolling, but I really like Florida. Okay. Um but well, like southern Florida? Okay, like so like the, closer to the tip. Yeah, like like Cuba north. Um <laughs> and uh, I I like that. Cuz Miami's pretty pretty far down, uh, right? Yeah, the keys are all cool. And yeah. I've only been like once. Um yeah. my dad, my stepmom and my sister all live in California. Okay, what part? Uh, Palm Springs, funny enough, oh, yeah. or Indian Wells, which okay. is like the fancy Palm Springs, as they like to point oh, out. Oh, shit, okay. They're like, I heard Serena Williams lives around here. I was like, maybe if she does, Dad, don't talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I, he was telling me, he's like, yeah, I heard that Leonardo DiCaprio has a place somewhere around here. It's like a personal Airbnb. And I was like, cool, Dad. If you see him, don't, don't talk to him. Don't fucking talk to him. Don't corner him in a yokes. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, and uh, my sister... <laughs> Uh, she lives in San Francisco, so I see oh, her right like on. once or twice a year. I've just kind of she's just started living there, so that's kind of okay. the plan. Yeah, but she is lives, she around your age or younger, yeah, she's twelve. She'll be twenty five. Okay, in like the summer, and she sells elevators. Wow, she's yeah. crushing it down. Oh, in, uh, makes. I mean, I don't know how much money she makes. She makes about you know decent. Well, to live in San Francisco, yeah, it's like some, it's it's all yeah. relative, but yeah, it's sure. like if it was in Spokane, she'd, she'd be, be like rolling top yeah, of the pops, right, yeah, but she's top of the pops. But she and she lives with two really cool roommates. But like, just to give you an inst- an idea of like how expensive everything is, it's right. like the food's not bad, but then you talk to everybody at the party and they're like, "I work for Tesla, I work for Apple, I work for Google, I work Gross. for Oracle," 
and eventually i was just like i don't belong here (laughs) well it's it's fine because they're you know it's like if i would have got a slightly different path they probably would have applied the same things yeah but i would got i got drinking and i finally just looked at one of them and i was just like (laughs) you guys realize you're working for like the biggest companies in the world right Right. (laughs) like i was like you can cut this humble shit like right and you know like because it's like you you know you don't have to be like oh it's no fucking big deal it's like i see right through you yeah you know, it's like just say it. It's like, hey, it's cool as hell, and I'm yeah. lucky to have. It's great. It. I work at Tesla. It's fucking awesome. Where, you know, I'm a product designer at Uber. Whatever. You, you know? know, it's like, but it, I guess it's the same thing. You know, when I tell people, even though I'm not really doing a whole lot, like, yeah, yeah I'm working as a freelance writer or whatever, or sure. just saying, like, I'm going on a podcast. Sure. To certain people, they don't know what that world is like. Yeah. They're gonna be like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. And I made yeah. a joke to somebody. I was like, yeah, two podcasts in a week. I'm really promoting my brand. Fucking somebody, crushing it. <laughs> and somebody said, what's your brand? And I was like. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> have, a, have an idea for me of what that brand is. I'll get back to you on that because yeah. I got nothing. Well, I mean, you are the brand, right? I guess. Yeah. You know, the Professor Romance brand. Oh my God, that's a great name, Professor. Romance. Yeah, we went all into that. Yeah, that was a uh, oh on the Spocast. Yeah, yeah on Spocast. Uh, and now the Jeremy Renner thing is just me making fun of Jeremy it's Renner. Just, he's just have you have you tagged him and stuff? Have no, you, no, because it's I used to message Al Roker all the time and be the, like, "What's going on in your neck of the woods?" And I would send him a photo of me like in my car, <laughs> 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 and he would never fucking respond. And it was just like it got to the point where I was like, "This is borderline harassment." Well, I should you, probably you know that. Alex, right? Jushido over at Vintage Vending. Uh, oh yeah, she's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, she sends it to Ludacris. Yeah, dude, I know. Every Sunday I see her, she'll drop by at little something. Yeah, and she brings baked goods. She's great, and she's like, "Oh, so you want to see what I sent today?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's go see what he didn't respond to today." And it's always like, I have a friend who's uh, lives in New York, and he's always hitting up like Nancy Pelosi. He's <laughs> like, "Bang my line, baby, what's up?" Like, <laughs> fucking sends these screenshots out. Right. Yo, uh, what's, what's up, Christina? What's up, Adrian Baylot? <laughs> what's what's going on, baby? What's up, Adrian Baylot? Do you want to make a new? Uh, Cheetah Girls with me. <laughs> 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 I just said to like, I just said to her, Cheetah Girls 3 PDF. Oh my God. <laughs> a PDF, not even a JPEG, a fucking PDF. It's a document with multiple pages where yeah. she has. She would think it would be. Yeah. She would think it would be a script. She just opens it. It's like Cheetah Girls 3, flips the page, and it's just my address and my phone number. <laughs> And like your headshot or something, like yeah, it's just, like, a, like, a, like an Apple Maps, yeah, <laughs> like where you drop a pin to somebody, yeah, like it's exactly. just that, yeah, it's a screenshot of that. Um, oh my god, that's fantastic! <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I think I knew you when you moved here because you're friends we, with a buddy of mine. Who's this? Uh, he's. We can put him out in the air. Yeah. Fuck him. Who cares? Hugh, Hugh Russell. You know. Oh, Hugh I Russell. love Hugh. Hugh's the man. Yeah, yeah, he was the man, and I knew because very I talented, knew. very funny guy. Oh, God, yeah, beautiful. Dude. He's an he's an immensely talented human being. I tell him he is the most beautiful man in Spokane, and he does not believe me. But I'm like, no, Hugh, he, he was like he, symmetrical. He has that nervous laugh, and like he's like, ha ha, thanks, man. Like he's, I love him. He's if great. I, if right. I woke up looking like and being as talented as Hugh Russell every morning, yeah. I'd be like. Pfft. I wouldn't even look in the mirror because I just know it. I'd come out flawless. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's another part of the beauty of Hugh is he's very humble. You know, he's an immensely, and I know your humility is not a big thing with you, but <laughs> what's he hiding? Yeah. yeah but <laughs> <laughs> he's actually an arsonist. <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. So. No, 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 no. He was, he was a wonderful man. I got to work with Hugh and Justin, you know, Justin. Yeah. Um, that's we how we kind of met. Yeah. Right, with yeah. The, the Halloween party. Uh, I work with those guys at the Addies, you know, um, and they, they're both really funny, great guys. I, I don't see enough of them, unfortunately but they're wonderful people. 
Um, yeah, but you knew me. So you knew me through because yeah, because I was trying to figure out how we met. Well, we didn't really meet that way because, but I had seen you because I was like, oh, who's this guy with who's the mustache? Is that Hugh's head? uncle? Yeah, yeah, because you were yeah, because you were uh, ex girlfriend. So and, oh right, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, but I just, because of certain, how I am about certain things, I just don't approach people unless they approach me. Sure. Which I think is. So you creeped, you creeped on me for about I a year and a half. I just noticed who you were. Yeah. yeah. And then I, and then we were all at that same party where you were dressed up as Tina Turner, but I was only there for like 10 minutes. That's right. Yeah. I was telling Brennan before the cast, before you got here, I was like, I think I met him at Tiff's party, but yeah, I it was a weird, like quick thing. Cause I, I, I can't forget you have a very distinct look. You're very tall, beautiful hair. You have the, Thank you. the, the smoky eyes. You're a very good looking person. So I can't forget you. And I was like, I know that fucking guy. I, I just wore an eye patch. That was my, that was my, <clears throat> that was your whole thing. That was my costume. I, I had an okay. eye patch and I wound up, I wound up bouncing around to all kinds of parties that night. Yeah. But I remember that one because I, I met Stephanie Bogue used to live next door to me. Oh, so good people. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Love them. And yeah. I had met Tiffany and Derek through them. And okay. So you kind of got connected to that whole yeah. crew. So I yeah. knew everybody there yeah. and, you know, and right. Hugh was there. And so, but I think it's just funny how all that works out. But I was just like, who's this neat guy? <laughs> I've only really kind of been like people have started to know who I am, mm-hmm. and I've only started to know who people are for like sure. A, well, I've known who people are. People are only starting to know who I am because I'm not being a shadow dweller yeah. anymore. Yeah, you're out. You're getting out. You know. Well, yeah. that's it's people, gonna happen sometime. I'm too acquainted with the dark corners of my home. Oh, well, hey man, you're always welcome to come over here. Oh, it's a beautiful yeah, place. Thank you. A lot I of open that. space. Yeah, it's nice. It's it's uh, it's it's great because I can walk around in the nude quite a bit. I have to close the windows, but. Um, like, Why? Like for the like people so pay the shrinkage? That. Well, it, no. There's damn you should start at OnlyFans. <laughs> oh my god, that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. That would be something. <clears throat> Do you think I could make money? Uh, there has to be a market for that. One hundred percent, you, you think? could make money. You think Steve, so? You you corner so many markets. If anything, you could just say, "Hey, I'm dressed up as." Um, Tom Hardy from Bronson and then just <laughs> beep up a little bit make sure to shape and walk around butt ass naked or just do the scene right here where he is butt ass naked rubbing he's fighting, the, fighting all the, the yeah. cops or whatever and then just put it on your OnlyFans That's, somebody will pay you for it you know, no one else pays you for it I'll pay, pay you for it you'll bankroll the idea yeah, I'll put it on like a thumb drive give it right back to you oh my god I know, but that's fucking fantastic. That's a great idea. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> you probably had questions at some point. For no, me. I don't. That's um, good. Actually, we're done now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got all the business ideas I need from you. Um, oh, man, that's funny. Um, no, man, I was just going to say, like, you know, getting out and meeting people. I feel like a lot of people know me, but I don't know a lot of people. I think that's the golden ratio. I think that's what you want. And it's it's weird. I'm not saying like, oh, people always know who I am. I fucking well, you don't mean on me. You fucking suck my dick. It's not like that. It's just more of like Jesus, like Andrew Dice Clay, hickory dickory dock. No, okay, yeah, the Dice Man still alive. Uh, yeah, have you followed him on Instagram? He's phenomenal. I don't know. He's I, like he's like live streaming from like a Nordstrom's. Look at this. I'm in the fucking store. We got Clarence over here selling things, and it's like the lady's like, "What are you doing? Like, who are you?" Yeah, because she's probably like 23. Yeah, I'm like I don't remember. My dad liked you, I think. Um, but that's like that's the golden golden ratio because it's a big enough city where it's like it does you know especially when it comes to certain business deals mm-hmm. you know it does matter if people know who you are in sure. certain aspects of the creative world but a sure. lot of it is like who cares 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my attitude with it is like, I'm just, Spokane's been great because I've been able to kind of carve out my own little corner and do my own thing and not feel like I'm alone, but also feel like I have people that kind of get it and understand and also support you. I have a lot of supportive people in my life, including this guy who fucking made me do this podcast. Um, so it's been great in that way. And I just kind of slowly have not really engaged too much and just kind of done my own thing, you know? So it's right. been great. It's been nice. It's, I'm happy with it. Well, you can get the blowback, which is like people think that they know a lot about you or they think because they've heard friends of a friend or, right. you know, I'm not trying to ape what you were saying earlier, but like, you know, being people, somebody that like, even if you don't know me, just because I look a certain way, you right. might recognize me. Mm-hmm. I've been associated with so many false narratives. Oh, yeah. It, it, it reminds me that if like I, I was on freaking like Us Weekly. But the thing is, it's like it's not people liking me or disliking me. It's just the, the spin. And I know it's talking about small city gossip, but it's funny if you only go to certain places because everybody seems to know everybody. Right. You know. We should start a Spokane Weekly. You think so? Magazine. <clears throat> We have our editor-in-chief right here. Perfect. Oh, yeah. God. I'll do all the graphics. I will not do any writing. I am not much of a writer. I just want to I just want to be a, a quiet boy in a quiet <laughs> office. <laughs> just go home and do my thing and, and just get on with my day. Yeah, just 9 to 5, do it, but, get out. But that's why I don't go to like a lot of those like events, like mm-hmm. the formals and whatever, because generally they're a good time. You know, Patty yeah. Tully, the people that put it on are amazing people, and they put yeah. on a great show. But I think to a certain extent when you start seeing all the same people that same all the time and they're doing the same things it kind of right. creates a stranglehold at least you know and that's one thing i really like about lucky you in places like that mm-hmm. um is that they're trying new things and they're right. carving out their their things so it it makes moments like the winter formal and stuff more special because it's not like the one thing that everybody has that to look everybody for. is building up to and you know there's all this bullshit and drama and expectation and all that stuff yeah yeah because we're just all, we're all getting older and i yeah. mean it's like and then you'll see people that are like new you know especially young women who come in and they're like 21 they're just starting to drink and you'll right. see like the same old like 30 year old barfly dudes just like lump under them and it's yeah. and it's weird and i think about it all the time because i've been out and been part of social scenes in other cities sure. and here it's it's its own animal it's, it's so so interesting and so strange yeah but then i go over to like the globe and stuff like that and oh, everybody God. you know even some other places that are really awesome like the people at Flatstick pub they're amazing great food great service yeah. but some of the patrons they get in they look like they could either kick my ass or think that they could kick my ass <laughs> like they, they all go to i had this joke where i was like wazoo eastern or whitworth or gonzaga because like, yeah. they're all like college kids and i could yeah. see them all doing like a powerpoint being like look at this pussy my face and then they're just like here's how <laughs> I beat him halfway to I'm death. Kick his ass. Ass. So I'm gonna get away with it. I'm gonna live stream it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put it on TikTok. Yeah. Oh god. god I hate put it. a gun in my mouth. <laughs> well, yeah. it's like Vine. It's like you know, yeah. it's the old joke with your mom where it's like, "Mom, can I have Vine?" And it's like, "We have Vine at home." And then and Vine at home is the TikTok, TikTok. is like a bunch of fourteen-year-olds dancing. On. Yeah, just like screaming. Yeah. <laughs> and then like one pervert who like tries to rebound or whatever it's called. Their things. Oh man, yeah. No, I. It's hard to keep up. That's for sure. Oh, I'm, um, all, I'm always one eye in the zeitgeist. I can't. I'm not you got to have a finger on the pulse for sure. But uh, I've, I think the older you get, you're, it's just natural to like kind of get comfortable with what you do. And is that my youngest? You have, that you looks have, like my youngest sister. You have TikTok on your phone. Tick tick tack. You have tick. I have TikTok on my phone. You have TikTok. You got the TikToks on your phone. You yeah. I don't know. Probably. This is what people do on TikTok. There's some man in Belarus who's like, I like you. Have you ever thought of being a model? 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah that's what tiktok is to me it's fucking it's i can't i mean i barely have a snapchat i don't I, use it and snapchat just, like i get super stoned and then i send people weird shit like me voicing over commercials and stuff at like three in the morning like I, and that's really to me is what that thing exists that's for what my instagram stories are yeah dude he did steve show you that the, the oh, ad fuck, i did dude I get, you got to go look at his story it's it might have been so i wanted to put it on my story but i couldn't because of the music but uh, it's i'm just i was so it was just it was like pure joy when yeah i saw it i, I was just like fuck this well, is amazing it's really it was a really cool opportunity but you know I yeah just, i appreciate I, it i like doing that just being like funny and silly yeah. and doing dumb shit yeah for those at home who won't get the opportunity to see it it's a hastily photoshopped picture of steve and i <laughs> coming out of a burning building that says headquarters of racism and sex crimes with the and it's got like Epstein like yeah, in a window or some shit. Like, his ghost. Yeah, his ghost. And we both wear sunglasses at And night. it's got the fucking theme, the Who, the who song, but it's the theme to fucking the CSI Miami. Miami. Yeah, yeah, and we're Miami. both wearing sunglasses oh at night God. smoking cigarettes. It's fucking perfect. Yeah, I should be in charge. Man, like I said, hey, do you have any graphic design experience? <laughs> Why, yes, I do. Pull out this giant folder and it's just like a bunch of different <laughs> things that you've done for this podcast and shit. Yeah, like, Photoshop pictures of my friends in positions oh they don't want to be yeah. in. Yeah. Oh my god, that's <laughs> fucking perfect. Dude. I was like, I was so impressed. Like I did, uh, my buddy Zach. Like he, he always say to me, he's like, I'm on a list now because of all these. <laughs> like I would take a picture of like the Nuremberg trials with like the open seats. Oh my god! And I would I would like put a sh- you know change the color and it would be him there and, he, and I'd send it to him. He'd be like, wait, what is this? And I'd wait. War crimes. I'd wait. That's what it is. Yeah, I'd wait and I'd wait and then he would like it would like snap, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Do you find you're an often misunderstood man? Do I? Yeah. Constantly. Because you're, you know, you're like, you're public, but you're a very like fun, energetic person. Um, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think the one thing that I run into a lot is like people, and it's probably my fault too, but like people just assume that I'm the party guy, you know, like Steve's the guy that can do 12 shots and go crazy and dance. Never and, too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Was that a 30 Rock reference? I No, that's just like me. Oh. I was just rolling through my head of like all the dead rock stars that just kept going until like 70. That's probably why that woman said I looked in my mid-30s. But anyway. Probably, probably. No, no. I mean, I do, I think, but it's not a... I'm not like... It doesn't bother me. I'm just like... Yeah. I mean, I like to have fun, but I also... The older I get, the less... <clears throat> Uh, the more I'm trying to be conscious of it and you know, but there's, I don't know, people like this podcast. I'm sure people are going to listen to it who don't know me and have this preconceived idea of who and what I am. And they're going to hear me and be like, Oh, he's fucking boring, you know, or whatever. But I mean, like, I, I don't know. It's b- being a, a loud, obnoxious person in public has its benefits and it's, it's, uh, downsides, you know, right. Benefits. Cause like, people have this one idea of you and it's like cool just leave me there and then i go away and i have my own thing but <clears throat> i don't know i'm loud and obnoxious in private publicly i used to be loud and obnoxious yeah. but now i'm more just like do my own thing sure like i went to lucky you um, halloween party mm. the one that they had and i was dressed up as a branch davidians cult leader david koresh oh my god <laughs> because i was bored during the last like the second to last day of the wake of yeah. siege with my hair and so my buddy was like, "You." He handed me his glasses. We had, we were drinking, and he was like, "You look like David Koresh." And I was like, "Oh, that's so funny." Oh, was, thanks, man. So I went to Lucky You, and you know, God bless Carly Ingersoll, but she was like, "Oh, what are you?" And we uh-huh. have like a casual working relationship. Yeah. She's great. She, yeah, she was like, "What are you?" And I was like, "Oh, David Koresh, Branch Davidians, Waco Siege, nineteen ninety three. And she gave God. me this look like, 
the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> more just like, dude, fucking come on. Get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> go get out of my business. Get the fuck out. But, <laughs> so I, I could see where people get a preconceived notion. Oh, yeah. So that's the stuff. I mean, but it's also kind of who I am. Sure. I mean, I've, I've always been um, somebody who historically is not given a fuck about, and I hate saying it because it just sounds like, I don't give a fuck. But I mean, like, when I'll give you a great story. When I was in high school, I didn't walk at my high school graduation. Because uh, every year we had this tradition of the graduating class would go and paint this wall <clears throat> that was above the cafeteria. They'd paint the year and then like everyone would sign it. And so it's always different. You know, like every class does their own thing. Like, oh, this one's floral. This one's this. Whatever. And I was so like, I fucking hated high school. I hated and loved it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and paint this shit with my hands. So I went up and just started like dump my, my hands in paint and just started like doing the numbers and everything. And um, it looked okay. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, the principal uh, got mad and called me into his office. And he was like, you know, you're going you're gonna to come in tomorrow in the morning when everyone's coming to class. And he told me this verbatim. And you're going to repaint over that wall in front of everyone. Or I'm going to suspend you for a week. And I looked at him and I was like, all right, option B. And sure enough, my parents didn't care. They was like, fuck, fuck that guy. And... <clears throat> So that wasn't a big deal. But then several months later, he never really got over that. We had kind of some tension. And then we did this, we used to do this thing called senior project. So it was like a, it was mandatory when you graduate from high school that you have to do this project as like a culmination of your yeah, senior year. I had one that I had to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> I wasn't sure if it had changed, but so I, I did this project and in my presentation, I said, someone asked me a question. I said, oh, well, I didn't really know what the hell I was doing at first. Just casually like that. Right. I probably shouldn't have said that, but he docked me he made he was one of my judges he made sure that i didn't pass the presentation by quarter of a point because you said he double hockey sticks well that and he fucking hated my guts because i told him to kick rocks so i don't get to walk at graduation i have a funny story like that and i don't i don't get to walk at graduation excuse me and um so (laughs) i show up at graduation and i'm high as a kite and um he was there and i fucking just fuck you like just right like i was across the way and i flipped him off and that was the last time i ever saw him um but he was a people fucking hated that guy but, but it's I've always kind of had that idea of like oh so and so is offended or oh so and so doesn't think that's blah 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 it's like okay but does that make it right does he write for telling me to fucking repaint the wall like that was right. my mindset at the time as long as you go in with best intentions yeah and you know where the boundaries are like it, you're not fucking cool for like saying the n-word and being a hipster white no, dude of course like, not. i mean i know that but even that has kind of changed in the last couple of years in terms of like you know a lot of normal people would be like oh that's you know it's not funny where they and then finally people i think all came around the last like 10 years to being mm-hmm. like okay like it's not even like funny it's not at all you just you can't like not that you i hate saying you can't do something but like it's just yeah it's not fucking cool like it's not fun anymore it's not and it's all changed over time right i mean we're all we're all more aware and more connected than ever so but you're so bound to piss off guys like that i had a vice principal like that and i got in trouble he let he let me off the hook but i got in one fight in high school and i didn't fight back oh so you just got your ass kicked or yeah because my I was so afraid of getting suspended because my mom told me if I got suspended, I'd go to like military school or something. Sure. And um, it was during like the parent teacher conferences. Sure. So this kid choke slams me up against the wall by like the weight room on the top floor. Brendan, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And this mom comes up and she grabs the kids for him. She goes, Stop. Stop. And the husband comes up, no bullshit, pats her on the shoulder and just says, Let him figure it out. 
and the kid's just like wailing on me, but he 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 didn't hit hard, so it was right. like it was fine. Right. But so anyway, I go to school. I don't say anything about it. Somebody blows up my spot, and so I have to go to the vice principal's office. And this, I was a much different person than I was now. But I always had friends. We all are. But yeah. he said to me, he, "Well, yeah, it's been ten plus years." And he yeah. goes, "He goes, I heard you don't have a lot of friends." And I was like, "Good start." <laughs> and then he was Proceed. like, "You should do running start," which I didn't wind up doing. But I was like, "Why?" And and then he eventually blamed me. Well, like not blame me. Like the other kid got in trouble. I didn't. But he blamed me for like starting. He's like, "You should watch your language." But I was so pissed off at him yeah. because I had got my ass kicked. All these kids were like, "Hey, you got your ass kicked?" No, 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 no. Sure. And I got my ass kicked for a dumb reason. And I said to the principal, vice principal. I said, hey, what was that website again? Like, as I'm walking out like a movie, I said, hey, what's that website again? He goes, website? What website? I said, where you printed out your teaching degree. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like 16. Yeah. And like, cock of the walk, baby. Oh, and he looked at me. I just like, what do you think? I think he was like, you think you're funny, kid? Kind of. But I think he was just like, kind of like, this is what, like, he didn't say anything. And to his credit, he let me off the hook because he knew I was sad. But he was like, I think he was like, this is why this kid doesn't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was his retort in his head. Dude. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think as long as you're like authentic with what you want to do, mm-hmm. people aren't going to misunderstand you. I mean, it's hard on that point. There's 7 million people in the world. If you think you can impress them all, you're yeah, some it, kind of weird fucking narcissist. Yeah, there's no, the Pope can't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fucking like, <laughs> Michael Jackson couldn't do it, you know? I mean, not to go there, but I mean, like at the, at the height of his fame. Um, yeah, it's weird. I think what what's really strange to me is how, and Brandon and I were talking about this when we did the first episode a little bit of like how people, like things will come back from 10, 20, 30 years ago and bite you in the ass now. Whereas, and I, and, and I, I yeah. want to be very clear here. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about like Harvey Weinstein yeah. where that's like a yeah, systematic. Yeah, but just like problem. dumb things you say. Like, but you, like, yeah. you, like when you're 17, like I've grown up in Yakima, small town. My parents were super liberal, but I, I was around a lot of people that said some shit that you just, every 17 year old says, you know, like, and stuff now I would never say, or I would never even think, but then it's like, you don't have that <sighs> idea of what you're really engaging right. in. And then you get older and you grow up. And I think like for the longest time, for the all of history, people have done that. And you know, you're an asshole when you're younger, you grow up, you learn, you change, whatever. <clears throat> but now it's like, oh no, 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 wait, wait. You said this in high school, you were 19, you said this word, you know what you were doing, you were an adult, we need to you need to lose your job, you need to blah blah blah. Like that kind of shit bugs the fuck out of me. Yeah, you know? I think and, and I think that time's kinda slowly it's, getting it's trickling away. Yeah. I but it's we, the overcorrection. Yeah. I mean well, we're I think a, people are finally learning how to delete their past uh Facebook yeah. uh Right. But posts. I mean also too, it's like if you Yeah, I don't Twitter is like yeah, it's fucking God. garbage. I don't have one. Well, I do have one where I pretended I had to delete I was, mine, dude. I was tweeting the president too much. Oh, I had one in, in college when Pope, speaking of the devil, when Pope yeah. Francis was hey, elected. baby. Yeah. And that was like, not at not the Pope or something like that, <laughs> where I just made jokes. Like, you were just like, like a shadow account? <laughs> well, it was just like, it was, it was, no, I was playing myself, but I was oh, like, okay. went to Chipotle today. Unfortunately, I did not get the Pope discount. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> my, shit like that. Though. Yeah, my grassroots campaign for yeah. me. Because I was sitting in the cafe. I was sitting in... I went to Portland State, and I was sitting in the the dining hall right. eating pizza and ice cream like I ate every day, like a goddamn bird. Yeah. And I was watching it with the, with the smoke, the plume of smoke. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, like we all, you know, I think when it's harder to police things on the things they said, like I did, I mean, my, my best friend all through to the latter part of high school, I only mm-hmm. hung out with one person. Yeah. Um, and they, they are gay. And, and, you know, I still said inappropriate terminology because I thought I was hilarious. Making, you thought you were funny. And right. because they would laugh as well, you know, because they know I'm not coming. But even now, like, I just don't do that. Because also, I hate to say this because this will sound like a shitty defense, but it's like, it's also on a comedic level, it's kind of just lazy. It's like the ultimate form of shock value. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's like, it's like I went to do um, open mic one time at the Spokane Comedy Club to How'd support a friend. Dude, so was, did you go to perform? Yeah, I used to do it professionally out of high school. Oh. I made like good, well, not like really. Yeah, I made like probably like two grand cumulatively, but then I stopped when I was like twenty. Okay, wow, I have the opposite. I, I lost I a ton you. of I, I lost a ton of money. I did, and respect. I just had the same type five, but yeah. uh, <laughs> but no, I went and but I haven't done it in years because I'm a, I'm a right. I don't like to be super public. Right. And um, I went and I was just standing in line to sign up. Sure. And this guy behind me, he goes. It's like redheaded guy. He's got glasses. Seemed nice enough, but then yeah. he was just like, "Yeah, guys. So what do you think? I got a rape joke." And I was just oh, like, okay. and, "And and to the, to the credit of the other right. two guys, they were very much like, no, like no, under absolutely no circumstances, no." And the guy sure. was just like, "Well, uh, you know, but," uh. and I was right. like, "If you have to approach any subject, regardless of the subject matter, with that, you yeah. already know you're in you're, the wrong. You're losing." Yeah. The, the worst part was when he looked at me. Oh no! What a stranger you? who yeah. was just close in proximity. Hey, guy, and I got a fun rape joke. You want to hear it? Like, yeah, uh, get I was the like, fuck away from me. I, I looked at him. I kind of just gave him this like soft look of just like he probably should don't talk did, to me. He did. I'm I'm here for business. And I'm then yeah. <laughs> and then I think my jokes that I made because I was just there to support my friend. Like, sure. I was like, if you're hosting, I guess I'll do it. Yeah. And I didn't have any material, so I just made up on the spot. I was like, hey, uh, my cousin's really into bird watching, which he's not. And right. I was like. <laughs> I was like, and he asked me, he goes, hey, Riley, what's your favorite type of bird? And I was like, oh, you know, it's the, the cardinal. And then he's like, oh, cool, me too. And then I was like, but really what I wanted to say was the spread eagle. Am I right? <laughs> you know, or, or I said like, I said sure, like a joke sure. where I was like, yeah, my childhood best friend is, yeah. uh, he's, uh, you know, he's dating a girl in high school. Yeah. And, you know, luckily she's 18, but, you know, she's still in high school. And I think it's weird, especially since he's running for Senate in Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, you know, it didn't, even though we're all laughing here, maybe it's just because I was so drunk. No, I did. I did okay? Yeah, I got laughs steady, but it was never, like, huge. And also, it's such a... Once again, open mic at the comedy club. I've sure, been several times. It's just it's, such, you know, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, do you know who this person is?" And I was right. like, "Oh, from their role on blah 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 nothing, blah, yeah. their own Instagram." There, yeah. I was like, "So why are you telling me this person is hot shit? I've heard the same yeah. goddamn joke about somebody being Asian and their parents eating a dog, <laughs> like, and it coming from an Asian comic." Sure, you know. Oh, I did stand up one other time. I was I was seeing a girl, and, and she locally was, did it locally. Yeah, okay. and this was. And I just was, it was at the one, the, the, it's like the district or something. It's right next to the knitting factory. It's like mm-hmm. attached to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did open mic. Oh, fuck. That's a weird place. And there was only like five dudes there. And I just, some kid was like talking about sex. And I just went the whole time. And I'll tell this joke and you can cut it out. Probably, no, no. But dude, it's pretty gnarly. But I tell this joke every time I go when people are being shock comics. Oh. Because I hate shock comics. But I have my own it's shock a, it's comics. It's a dead too. art. It's a dead art. It's, it's a, not even an art. It's just a dead thing that people should 
couldn't fucking do right. anymore. So let me just yeah. let me preface this. Yeah, please. This is a joke that I do not endorse, and I do not. Context I, is important. Yeah, context is important yeah. here. This is a joke purely written for shock value to parody shock comics that you are immediately I'm, following. I'm excited. You are we, you are you are busting out the biggest shit in the porta potty fight. Like you were just, it's on. So I go yeah. up and this guy's talking about like choking a woman during sex. And Jesus. So I oh, it's terrible. Yeah. And this girl I'm with, to her credit, she like barely fucking like liked me anyway, and she was barely fucking paying attention. But I was kind of like, hey, you know, I've been drinking. I was like, watch this. So I go up, watch this, and I I kind of bully the guy, the MC, into letting me go next, and he lets me go next. Well, you're very tall, so and he was very short. Yeah. And uh, I went up, and I was just like, everybody's talking about their first time, and uh, <laughs> and mind you, I'm super drunk, so I'm like, everybody's talking about their first time, and. You know, I never forget mine. Mm. I don't know what happened to Father Patrick, but it only happened one time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus so I Christ. guess I was a pretty shitty lay at seven years old. Glad to see oh. nothing's changed. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Hey, there it is. So, that's, that's the one. That's so it's one. like, it's a two-parter. You know, it's like saying sure. you lost your virginity to a priest. Right. And it also saying you're still shit in but bed. But then the cherry, yeah, the cherry yeah. on top is I'm still not great at bed. And I saw bed. both of your reactions. Yeah. There's laughter, but it's yeah. the kind where it's like, so in an environment like Ooh. that, you just you it's like you punched a hole in the space time continuum. Yeah. But after that, that was the last time I did it, and that was about a year ago, and I was just like, what is the point? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's being the hottest kid at a school for the blind. You <laughs> know what I mean? Dude, honestly it is. Like, I can't stand when people like the there was a guy who recently got um, axed from SNL. I'm sure I heard about this. Yeah, Shane Gillis. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he's off. Okay, anyway. Hey, I, I'm not familiar with him, but I, I did get familiar with him just because... His shit was out-and-out out racist. That's yeah. my hot take. And uh, I, I watched the clip in context of you know, the jokes and stuff that were in question, and I thought to myself two things, kind of like you were saying. Like, one... Yeah, it's fucking racist. Like that kind of humor like we were talking about. 25 years ago, people would have thought that was funny, but now as we're growing, like come on, dude. That's and also it's late as a comedian, the comedian in me, the half part of me thought that's fucking lazy, dude. Like you're just it's a cop out to like do the kind of jokes that he was doing. And I think shock value comedy is like Andrew Dice Clay. He was like he's a great representation of that. Like he said things just to say things, just to be this character. I just I don't really do you like? Are you writing a rape joke because you have some experience and you have not experience raping people, but like I mean, you have an experience, or it's coming from a personal place where you right. found the humor in it? That's different, right? It's like I used to get this argument with my mom all the time <clears throat> when I was writing, and I not that I wrote a nine eleven joke, but she would say, you know, some things you just can't joke about, some things you can't talk about, and I said, well, okay. I get where you're coming from, but like if there's humor in it and you can find it and it's relatable to you and it's an experience then do it sure but it's like jerry seinfeld said about louis ck's n-word bit like he found the funny in saying that word i still am looking for it so he'll never say that word right you know i'm not justifying no, that no that shit, makes sense but like there's there's a certain art form to it but it takes a lot of work to get to that point and i think most people just see it as oh he's just saying the n-word i can go up there and do that What's funny about that? You know, what's not funny about that kind of thing? Like, yeah, I think it's funny that I mean, granted, I'll, I'll joke at my own expense. It's just like three white dudes sitting at a, t at a table talking about the validity of the animated comedy. Yeah. I started it. Yeah, but I think it. You know, but link, linking it back to Spokane, this is a town, comedically, where those jokes happen every night, all yep. the time, and those yep. people. Are, I'm not going to name names, but like they might not. You know, it's very. 
sophomoric offensive humor and it's yep. a bummer because it's like you can move on but you can be like i encourage you as opposed to being like never tell a joke again right you know grow screw, from this yeah grow from like this. you have so much more potential yeah um, and i think i i think i'm kind of getting on that level where you're talking about local some yeah. local comics and stuff and I, i've been lucky that i've never in my own life been in a situation where i've been like that i think the worst <laughs> traps i've ever been caught in were more just like I saw you very drunkenly disappear from this bar. Were you even here? Or like, or my friend thought you said this, or like you said this on a text. Right. But it's, it's so it's never more than an argument that you might have with like a cousin or mm-hmm. a sister or a girlfriend or like whatever. I've never been in any kind of, oh, I one time had a girl say that I, that she thought I said I was dating her when we like didn't know each other. And I, that was a quick, that was a quick, uh, conversation that mm. we both were like oh you heard that from that person and it was really settled because oh, it's okay. like I'm not again going seven. back to like the things that people hear about you kind of thing right you know? so i'm not like seven years old so luckily right. i don't have to say anything like problematic i mean somebody could pull that clip up and be like oh riley said that joke but it's yeah. like you'd have to put it but i'm okay with that because you'd have to put it in the context yeah. and even you know in the context of other people who are doing the wrong thing even just talking through it i i know where you're coming from with that and i I don't think any less of you. I think if I was in that position, I probably would have done something very similar. You yeah, know, I think less of myself all the time. <laughs> you remember that Christina Aguilera song from Mulan? Oh Jesus! No. Uh, no, I remember watching that show Driven on VH1. Oh shit! That reminds me. I have something I got to say. Yeah. Uh, Driven on VH1, and they talked about how, like, through all of her success, this was like early, like you know, two thousand three. Yeah, her and peak. Like, was this like, pre-dirty or post-dirty? This was like post dirty but like okay. barely post dirty. Okay, this so was like was... right at the end of the dirty phase when, okay. before she became kind of whatever sure and they were like um god what'd they say they were like oh of all the things that she's done the hardest challenge that christina has ever had vocally was to do the theme song from uh, Mulan, where she's like, "Where does my reflection?" <laughs> and then I remember her mom being like teary-eyed, being like, "She had to drop an octave and then raise two octaves." And I just, I thought, this is like the end of the line for my baby girl. Oh my god! And it was just like I remember watching it as like <laughs> like a you know a preteen and yeah, early teenager and being like, "What?" the hell what the fuck is <laughs> like this even like even when i was young you know because remember sure. all the we're the, we are the behind the music generation right right you know how many behind the musics have you seen where it's just like some band that you don't care about great i know that warrant wrote cherry pie i didn't need to know the backstory yeah like, r.i.p by the way guy killed himself but, that guy did the yeah, singer yeah yeah well it makes sense he yeah. I mean, was just like i wish i he says on what he's like i wish i could shoot myself in the head for writing that i song. think like, like the next summer he killed himself bummer. yeah did you? All right. <laughs> yeah, it's like Bob Cheese my cherry pie. It's like, like it, it's <laughs> such a ridiculous song. Did you know that in Bachman Turner Overdrive, there's a lot of booze? <laughs> it's like it's like no, I did I did behind the music guy. Oh God, I'd love to see that guy just live his life the behind the music guy. Oh just my being God, like, you're pregnant. <laughs> it's my brother. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not mine. We're getting a divorce. Does he know? <laughs> Has he known? <laughs> you know, well, just like the one. Damn it, Charlinda. <laughs> the 100 most shocking moments in rock and roll, hosted yes. by Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath. Sugar oh. Ray's Every Morning is My Alarm Clock. Oh, dude. Dude, it's so Every dope. Every morning there's a halo. Really? I, I swear to God, yeah. <laughs> it used to be, it used to be Everybody Wants Some. He's like, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the girl I was with at the time was like, 
and I could just in the it was the beginning of the end there because right. I would have to wake up you know working at the trades I had to wake up at like five in the morning so right. imagine her like God bless her just wake up just be like <laughs> my oh uh, wake my up music when I was like in high school or like early junior high was uh pod uh getting jiggy with it oh okay that seems that appropriate 100 percent that seems appropriate yeah that's on brand for you oh man i used to listen to uh what was that song um it was the crazy town song oh uh butterfly yeah butterfly thank you uh oh come, made, like made, come, lady, come, come my lady they were here in town not too long ago like baby. october yeah they played it like the net didn't they or, or the shit? pin they played at the pin or the a club that's what it is i went to the pin for the first time like two months ago good spot yeah it reminds me home yeah, it's a good it's spot yeah. it, it's, where's the pin at it's, it's over by uh chicken and mo is that right yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah it's yeah, across yeah. from or it's on the end of the same block like, like mood season lucky mm-hmm. satellite and, oh yeah 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 it's every a fun time, one every time i go outside of lucky's I'm like what? What, what what who are all these people why what are the they fu- so mad all the time <laughs> <laughs> you can hear them as you're walking up the block you can hear the people yelling like literally it is the white some of the whitest dudes i have ever seen it looks like a bunch of dudes that have just seen that were like in, Kevin Federline fans, or yeah, or they were yeah. like, because um, we have a Mennonite and a Hooterite, you know, population right oh, outside sure. of town. Right. We don't have Amish. That's a thing that I grew up with that I don't, we don't have over here. Yeah. Amish and Mormons, new things to me when I moved. There's a lot here. of Mormons in Tri Cities. Yeah, no, there's that a, there's a big population over there. Yeah, yeah. Huge here, yeah. and I grew huge. up on the north side. Huge, a lot of Mormons. Huge, a lot of wives. It's great. Okay, um, sorry, but but it looks like a bunch of dudes that were like Amish. And they sure. just they like went to do Rumspringa, and then they all saw like three movies, and like it was like eight mile. They said like eight mile. Pootie Tang. <laughs> yeah, they saw like eight mile Pootie Tang, and then like Malibu's Most Wanted with no sound on just Hustle the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, "Father, my name, my name is no longer Jedediah Smith. <laughs> From now on, you can call me the, the Shiznit." <laughs> Big Daddy Taste. <laughs> Big Daddy Taste. <laughs> I see so many cats like that. Oh, man. Outside of Lucky's. Sure. And they're always so mad, and they're always, it always seems like, and like I said, it's mostly dudes, like, dudes like that. Yeah. You know, I hate to generalize, but, like, in my experience, the worst experiences I've seen have always been involved for those, like, palette swap characters. Yep. And they always seem like they are like coming from the end of like a rap battle that got very violent but mm-hmm. then they ran out of lines on the script and they're just like we're going to like they yeah. don't know what to do with it's like argue with each they, other like, short yeah short out and then a i bit. also like asked myself I was like where do these people work do they all where do they all there's live? no way they and all I, have to live together yeah, and what yeah. i imagine is that there's a big garbage truck <laughs> that they all jump in <laughs> <laughs> they come out. Every, oh no! They come out every Friday night. They come out every Friday night. They park it in the parking yeah, lot across the street. Yeah, and then the they street. just all kind of yeah. stumble out. Yeah. They go. They like land. It's they a, like yeah. crack a bone, and then yeah. they like hey, they pop up. They're like, "What's good with it? What's what's up? <laughs> yeah. Drinking four loco? Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. Well, on that note, let's take a little break. <laughs> let's take a little five. I have to pee, but yeah, let's take a little break, and we'll be right back awesome. with uh, Riley Connors. We're gonna lead the episode with this story. So please. And anyway, long story short, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm like in madly in love with her. Like I sure. fell madly in love. How with long her. were you guys together? Oh, like four months. That long. I was like, when I fall for people, like in earnest, dude. Same way. It's Hardcore like in. it could be three me weeks, too. and I'm like, I. What? You said me too. I know. Fucking been married for 37 years. No, that's, I mean, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Dude, love. Well, you guys are beautiful together. Like, like you and Abby, I fucking, it's disgusting how great you guys are. Meeting a cute girl from another school yeah. on a bus, 
for like a long trip mm-hmm. and being like, oh my God, she's cute and she likes me and she's not one of the weird girls I go to school with. Yep. Have you been reading my dream journal? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's basically there was a girl we used to go play Sela baseball. Um, and when I was in playing baseball, we'd go play trips in Sela and there was this girl that would always be there and she would always come to where the bus would get off and then she just to see me. And I was always like, oh. You played baseball? Yeah, until like the eighth grade. <laughs> um, then I played golf in high school. That's right. That's uh, cool. Yeah. I was yeah. just tired of all the bullshit. Like all the guys slapping each other's butts. I was like, I'm going to go get stoned and put my headphones in and play some golf. Yeah. But yeah, so the end of the story there was just like, I believed her for the most part. But sure, like, sure. You know, there was just weirdness and then like a lot of lies. And, and you yeah. know, I wasn't, <clears throat> I wasn't, this was like over a year ago and this was before my great awakening where I started taking everything in my life seriously, like writing and stuff. Sure. And it, good for you, by the way. Thank you. And it was, um, it really like how it ended was we were in a car we like didn't even like where it officially ended. And she told me she was like still in love with that guy. She had a restraining order out against him and talk about every day. And so now she like somebody else. And then she, she would try to text me after we like broke up. We didn't even break up a person. We broke up over the phone afterwards. Sure. And, um, Every time she'd text me, I just wouldn't text her back. And then she yeah. saw me someplace. And then she sent me one of the nights of Alex City Live. She sent me a long, rambling message where it's like, I heard you're talking shit about me. And I was like, from whom? <laughs> and, and I didn't, once again, did not respond to her. And she's like, if you yeah. wouldn't stop avoiding me like the plague. And I was like, fuck you. I was like, God gifted you with a lot of beauty. Yeah. And I'm so sorry that you have to deal with all that inside because I know that life and it's not fun. Yeah. So anyway, th- that was a bad enough. And I was madly in love with her. Like I talked about, I thought that was my. Abby. You know, Abby, you know, and so, sure. mm. you know, and I thought like, fuck, you know, I'll get, I'll be with her for like four months. We'll move in together after like nine yep. and then like, that's it. We could get married in a fucking year and I don't even believe in marriage. Yeah. Same. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I don't believe in it, but I'm just very, uh, no offense to you, Brennan. Um, you are one of the examples of marriage being well, uh, serving well. I just don't. I don't. It's yeah. bullshit. So, so anyway, that was bad for enough. me. But. That yeah. was bad enough that it kind of like sorry, Brian. fucked me up yeah. for like. I mean, in the way that it's like the thought about having like a real, sure, actual girlfriend, mm-hmm. especially now where it's like you know, which happened nowhere. So it's like regardless of wherever I go to work at, yeah, they say, hey, I need you in this place by tomorrow. Right, I'm there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't, I don't have. Well, your priorities items. have focused, have re- recalibrated. I guess maybe yeah. is a good way of putting. I mean, it. Yeah. if you have an opportunity in any freaking business, dude, and it's like you know, and it's something you want to do. Do it. Do it. Yeah. You know, I hate to say it, but women come and go. Yeah. I mean, relationships are, um, like Claire and I talked about, I think relationships, uh, like you, the older you get, I mean, you're 26. Yeah. Okay. I'll be 27 in April. Oh, nice. Um, we should celebrate. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Thinking about a murder mystery party where I'm the body. <laughs> For six hours, you're just laying on the floor. People well, I'd be a ghost. I'd help you out. Oh, okay. I, I did a, a murder mystery Holy last fuck, that's awesome. year, um, like in March or April, and it mm. was like the most fun, fun night. Oh, I, dude, like, that I, I, ever had. I would, I would, we could host it here. I don't even fucking care. I have, we, I have I would, the stuff. I would um, love it. Uh, we have the the murder mystery box. It uh, it was you just playing like role playing. Yeah, is like so Kinky. cool. Mm. <laughs> but then they find the cocaine and they're like, yeah. is this real? <laughs> Wait, is this is no. a <laughs> That's part of the game. <laughs> uh, you know, no, yeah, it's, it's um, the older you get, um, you know, obviously my ex-girlfriend and I were together for a long time, uh, nine months relative. And it's like you, I don't know, you, like, you, like you were saying, your priorities shift and change. And I think the older I've gotten, the more I've kind of focused 
refocused on like myself, you know, and saying like, how do, can I be better at my job? How can I be better? How can I be a better friend to the people in my life? How can I pursue these other things that I want to do? Um, and then just not worry about it. Like I, I, like I told you, I hopped on Bumble the other day for the first time in five years and it was fucking dog shit. Like it was, I did it for 40 minutes and then it's I, stressful. Dele- yeah, I deleted the app. I was like, and I tried Facebook dating and it was just like, Oh, that I've never tried that because I don't have a Facebook. I mean, don't, don't Brent, do it. Brent, I'm going to be excited to see what kind of magic you move to edit around this section. But yeah. I uh, you get kicked off Facebook. N- no, no, I've yeah. just never used it. Yeah. No, I got kicked off of um, Bumble for using my real number because I used Uncle Jesse from Full House. Oh my god! And I, <sighs> but I filled it out like completely. Like I looked up John Stamos's height and weight. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't know you were drinking. Um, (laughs) But I will say, I will say this, that I think I agree with you a lot, but I also think for me, the biggest thing is with the exception of a few ex-girlfriends, I haven't had too super many, Yeah, but you know, some of the ones we were talking about earlier off air Mm -hmm. that, I mean, they deserve, regardless if they broke up with me or I broke up with them, they, they deserve presidential medals of freedom for putting up with the bullshit of under 25 Riley. Yeah, and and I gotta I gotta go hats off to him because I did not take care of myself, and I think my last relationship I was taking care of myself. Sure, but when I had that all the shitty energy, mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, well, I want to grow my hair out. I could grow my hair out. Oh, yeah. I want to go to the gym. Oh, well, Planet right. Fitness is right down the street. They even got tanning beds, so I can. I don't do that, but it's right, just like, but you it's know, just the thought that goes in your head. Yeah, you know, and even with like, I don't. I'm I'm lucky. I had a couple head things when I was younger, and and so. I'm lucky that I'm not like some people where it's like I have uncontrollable stuff. But I, you know, it's, I found that I could actually increase my life through chemistry. And sure. so, and I was lucky enough to even like find good doctors. But those weren't right. even the ones my insurance, like I had to find them. Right. And then I had to do the research of being like, oh, I tried this when I was a kid. Like this helps out a lot. So, you know, and then just exercising. You know, I have it, exercise doesn't a tremendous amount for your mental health. You I know? still eat like garbage. Of course, we all do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look uh, at the fucking spread we have right here. We're yeah. eating nothing but carbohydrates and sugar. I still eat like garbage. Yeah, um, and I still drink more than I should. Yeah, and I occasionally, you know, smoke the adult cigarette because it's legal in Jazz Washington State. Cigarette. Yeah, yeah. I've and got a couple back here if you want to. I might we, we'll we, talk about that. Yeah, okay, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a little parting I, gift for you. Yeah. But you know, I mm-hmm. do. But you know, so it's not like I'm perfect. But I'll tell you what. In terms of like dating and stuff, especially sure. when you go through when you've been the bad guy or somebody else has been the bad guy, right? You just learn so much, mm. and it's almost, if you choose to. I think there's a lot of people that go through life not they ignore. Thank you, Brandon. They ignore the signs or they're in denial or whatever. You know. Anyway, sorry, I mean to cut you off. No, no, you're not. No, I mean, it's, you're, no, I could. Because I can name, I mean, I don't want to name anybody, but I know people in my life from before, a previous life that have been in the same kind of scenario that they've been in for 10, 15 years, where it's like, ah, this person's bullshit. All women are like this. All guys are like this kind of thing. You get bitter, you get weird. And it's like, just do some fucking self examination like yeah. dive a little deeper into yourself and understand what you what, how what role you played and whether it was negative or positive face the truth in that relationship and i even changed things about myself that i think people thought were positive but if they were positive they came from a toxic place sure you know yeah. and I, i'm not you know i'm not trying to take everything from being like super funny to super introspective but it's like you know it is one of those things where 
you know, for a perfect example, like growing my hair out. Like yeah. for people who don't know me, they don't see Fucking a picture. Pussy. I, yeah. I have like Adam Driver length hair. I think. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. I had your hair, I would fucking rule the world right now. <laughs> yeah. If, if I, I had, had your, hair, if I had your head shape, I would have my head shaped. This is why we're friends. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. I have a pagoda head. Um, uh, it's like it looks <laughs> oh, like freaking uh, like shogunate. Oh, oh like my Arca, god! Arca, yeah, Arca, yeah, it's like something again. It's like uh, Anibusha. Yeah, we fucking, fight a bunch of zombie samurai. weird samurai. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I just you know, but there was things that in my life that I that people thought were great, but they came from a toxic place, and I even changed sure. them. Yeah, the, I will tell you though, and for anybody who's listening and thinks, oh, I all think the that, listeners out there, I think that guy's pretty cool. Yeah, the one thing I hate in the world, mm-hmm. and I still have a hard time. Sure. Like, I mean, I take legally prescribed Xanax from time to time, but sure. like this is my xanax thing is um texting hate it yeah hate it because yeah. it's one of those things where it's like i i there have been times where i've been like seeing you know more than one pe- person casually mm-hmm. and one person will text like five texts in a row because mm-hmm. this is kind of how i am when it's like five texts in a row i've noticed you have the same texting patterns i do where it's like yeah. a, sp- a sp- you know spurt yeah things, like four yeah. four senses yeah, four thoughts and then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing for a while. yeah and then six hours of silence yeah yeah that's i do that all the time with brennan and i, I hate it because <laughs> he normally texts me not bullshit like he's texting me logistical things like hey we good for this thing or can we do this or can we cut this and i'm always like in the shower or jerking off or like my <laughs> yeah. phone like my phone might as well be in the fucking river because yeah, i'm not and even you and i you like, and i have like compliments you know yeah, so it's open-ended yeah. yeah so they'll text like that you know somebody will text like that where it's like boom and then it will end with a question it'll be like what are you up to and it's like you know, because, in, and that's natural. That's like what right. we ask. But yeah. for some reason, if you like the person, you don't know where things are at, you're like, it causes, you know, if it was just the boys or whatever, yeah. it doesn't cause, or somebody who's like purely. Just casual. Yeah. yeah just a friend or whatever. Yeah. Doesn't cause anxiety. But when it's somebody that you feel like you have to answer to, even if you don't like the politics of texting, mm-hmm. it still like hurts. Like yeah. you're still this like, fuck. what the fuck am I right now? <laughs> it's the, it's, it's the little, oh no, without sounding insensitive, it's the little fucking tumor in the mm-hmm. back of your head. Yeah. That's metastasizing into yep. the fun parts of your brain, telling you that you need to text this person. And back. you have to be funny, or you have to be exciting, or, or charming, or, charming or, whatever. or whatever. And instead of just sending the normal bullshit that you would send me or whoever, yeah. you know, whatever. Or, you know, so I'll have like that person, and then there might be another person who like doesn't like text at all. Like we'll text you like once every like six I hours, but you know that they care about you. I they know they it. like yeah. you as much as the first person. Right. And luckily that's not my situation anymore. Right. But it's like right now I'm very much just like alone and working on my manifesto. I watched um, the Discovery Channel like scripted series about the Unabomber. Oh, interesting. With Paul Bettany as the Unabomber and Sam Worthington from Avatar as the guy from Pennsylvania who's like, I'm from, I'm from, you know, because he's got like his fucking wackadoo. Mad Max accent, yeah. and he's just like, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, my name's Jim Miller. I'm from Philadelphia, and you know me. Can I get some wooder? Because you know, because you know, I'm from Pennsylvania, so it's wooder. Wooder. Just so you know, I put in the two hours studio <laughs> mandated for accent work. I was gonna say that's pretty convincing. Is that uh, is that what Sam Worthington's doing now? Is that an Avatar of three, two, three, oh, seven? He's, he's gonna have money. He's gonna have that Avatar money for. Yeah, I bet they paid him like a hundred thousand, which I know everyone's like hundred thousand, but it's like I bet they paid him like a hundred thousand, and then he gets like royalties from like yeah, he gets like one percent back in yeah. for the rest of his life. Yeah, could and you imagine though? Like, 
like I heard Sting for Desert Rose or whatever, like gets like twenty five hundred dollars every time it's played on the radio. Really? You know how many times that song fucking plays on the radio across the, the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think of uh, his theme song from uh, Lethal Weapon Three. Oh, that's a deep cut. Uh, that's a deep. Probably cut. me. I love that mm. song though. Mm. Unironically. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Sting. We could talk about Sting St- for hours. Hey, we want to. Yeah. you want to do a third podcast? Let's yeah. talk about Sting. Actually, actually, Sting's going to call in here pretty soon uh, and talk about his uh, carnal pleasures. Yeah. Hi, yeah. is this Steve? Uh, stop, stop talking about me. Yeah. Get my name out of your mouth, you fuck. But um, no, so that, no, that's what I'm saying. So now, because yeah. I'm kind of more career focused, I don't really have time for all that. But it's sure. like I, what you know, it, um, I always think about that from time to time, especially when I grow a beard out. Yeah. I had a beard. <laughs> for like a small one and then sure. i saw a picture i took for spokast and yeah. i grew like a fu manchu like oh, really God. skinny on yeah. the sides and it just made my cheeks look really fat <laughs> and i sort i became my mother oh, for no. a minute and she's just like why are your cheeks so fat why are you so fat what? why is your cheeks so fat why are you so fat She's like, are you are you doing drugs? <laughs> like that's that's what I just imagined. So oh I like went God. home and I was just like, you're in. <laughs> my pretty enough now, mama. Yeah, with my with my dollar over. store like yeah. like razor. razor. Yeah, God, just cutting my face. Cutting, yeah. Do you have a puppet for your mom? Does she like? No, my mom. Yeah. My mom actually has like one of the more cool measured voices. <laughs> But oh god, my, my, my mother puppet that I pull out of a closet. Yeah. Hey, 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 it's, it's like, a shrine to your mother, and you yeah, yell yeah. at it every night. My mom, though, is like legitimately one of the funniest people I've ever met, intentionally sure. or unintentionally. Sure. And I and I know everybody's like, oh, my mom is this, yeah. but my mom's very successful, and she knows yeah. a lot of people. And for a long time, I've been Gina's son. Like I've oh, never okay. even been known as Riley. So that, that, see, that's a that's a status. That's yeah. a different thing. She's a very like, dynamic he's my pumpkin. Person. Like no, it's like that's Gina's kid. No fucking yeah. Like, it's like or it's yeah, just like good, God, good or it's people. like Jesus Christ. Look at both of them. And uh, but she's so funny that that me doing impressions of her is just always like an Adam Sandler voice. And so it's like sure. Um, but it, I think that would be funny if a woman was just like over and she was like, you know, we've been seeing each other for a couple months now. I know your mom lives in the, what did you say, the valley? Yeah, my mom lives in the valley. Yeah, do you think we, we should meet? We, I should meet your mom? Oh, my God, it's so funny you say that. And I just uh, walk out with just like a puppet. <laughs> but it, I it heard you seeing my son. <laughs> it doesn't even have the legs. It's got like the shitty eyes like the hanging down. And <laughs> yeah, thing. it's just like, yeah, it's, a sock. it's just this very tan, dark-haired, yeah. like, like very fit like physically fit person with like a slightly larger than average nose right. and she's just got the most like intense eyes like oh a cassowary that would be fucking amazing <laughs> it wouldn't even have the legs it would just be the ones you could get from Hobby Lobby and just make it where it's just like, like a little dress right, or whatever yeah, the whole the drapes down yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you <laughs> Is this going to be the one, Riley? <laughs> oh, no. Has she seen the basement? She's crying. Like, yeah. just like, can I go? <laughs> I better put it. I was on board to the puppet till you took What's your the, pants off, I, and now I'm making it out. Yeah. What's the waste? Because this is funny. We might yeah. as well just say it later sure. on the line here. Sure. From episode number two. Yeah. Um, Without kissing and telling too much, what's like the weirdest, like, I need to get out right now situation, situation I've ever been, been in with like a, a girl or like. Yeah, because mine's pretty funny and bad. Oh, God, that's a great question. Um, hmm. I mean, I, you heard the the story of that girl that wanted to smash. Uh, like, you want to smash? You want to smash this tonight? I'm like, what? Who? That was like, I was 
fucking Just people say that like, like what the hell like smash like what are you nick cannon get the fuck out of here she goes back like, home to her incredible hulk with edward norton roaster <laughs> <laughs> caresses it in her bathroom you're gonna smash me evanescence plays in the yeah, background <laughs> gets her vibrating fucking God. thing and just goes to town and, and signed by uh, yeah. mark ruffalo <laughs> he was the best one um no that's a great uh that's a great question um I'm trying to think. There, there's a couple. There's a couple that are kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> there was this girl that I met one time. Um, I met her in I think it was middle school, and I hadn't talked to her for years. And she was really cute and attractive uh, at the time. We were like 13, so whatever. Um, and I hadn't talked to her in years. And then I was like 19, 20, maybe. And uh, she got a hold of my number, and she started texting me. And she's like, oh, it's, you know, so good to hear from you, blah, 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 what's up? And did you? And I was like, oh, you know, just hanging out. I'm working at Burger King, going to college, doing whatever. And then she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm still living uh, where I live. And, like, you should come come hang out. I was like, all right. So uh, one one night I after work, I'd go home. I wash the burgers and disappointment off of me. And then, because that shit's it's fucking deep. Like, my car smelled like Burger King for two years mm-hmm. after the fact. So I, get, I go home and um, I clean up and I go to her place and I'm thinking, okay, we're just going to hang out, like catch up, whatever. And I get there and she is high out of her mind on like some kind of psychedelic, so like probably shrooms, like she probably took a bunch sure. of mushrooms. And um, so she's like running around, like talking about a bunch of different things. And I'm just trying to like find a, an avenue to get the fuck out of there. And then she starts taking her top off, like just pulls her shirt off. And it's like, come on, come on, come on. Nightmare, um, nightmare, nightmare. Yeah, I'm like, oh, no, I got to go. If you were a woman and a dude did that. Like, Anybody does it's, that to it's, you. It has a completely different connotation. Like right. I, I felt uncomfortable. But it's still, it, in, in my eyes at least, it's the same level of inappropriate. Oh, 100%. I'm not saying it's it's not. Also, okay. like, is there a Red Shoe Diaries episode about that? <sighs> there's none of that, dude. It's There's no romance in there. It's And that's the thing is like, you know, you're. I think in our society it's like, yeah, it's hot if a woman. like. But honestly, if you're ever in that position and now you, I sort of, sort of understand what women go through through but not completely because men are just a, a different beast but like hashtag white uh, yeah right uh cisgendered white fuck um is what i am um but yeah i had to i had to leave i had to go to the i was like i need to use the bathroom and then i just fucking snuck out but there's this other story that i'll tell you real quick and then we'll get to your no rush because yeah. after hearing that one i don't feel as good about my oh no this one this one's better so uh, a couple years ago i when i was living in tri-cities um my older one of my older bosses used to throw Halloween parties, and he's an older guy, really cool guy. Um, and they used to be kind of like a big blow up because like it would be everyone from work, and then it would be all these people that he was friends with that we don't know. So it's like, and they all like drove raced cars together and shit. So they're, they're completely different dynamic and uh, personality in the group. And so we go over, we go to the, go to the party, and uh, I don't want to give too much away, but I went as a penguin. I was dressed as a penguin that year. And cool. we're on brand. Yeah, very on brand. Um, and I'm hanging out. We're at the party and we're drinking and I'm, I'm pretty drunk and I'm like 25, 24. And these girls show up to the party and there's a bunch of people there, but these two girls show up and um, the one girl is dressed like a minion from the fucking uh, Despicable Me. Yeah, just, I feel like we have a real crisis in our country where people keep sexualizing minions. It's it it gets better, my friend. This is <laughs> people this talk is, about homelessness. People talk about the border. I think we need to start talking about the sexualization need, of minions. Of minions, and we have to we have to fucking end it. Uh, and I'm very much on that campaign because this girl um, 
made a beeline for me and she was like all in my atmosphere and you know i'm a friendly guy i'm a fun guy so i was engaging i was like talking with her and flirting and stuff but i was thinking okay i'm starting to get really drunk to the point where like i probably should just go home like i shouldn't be here i shouldn't try to engage in any way with this girl and so she's like oh my friends and i are going to this party later do you want to come with us i'm like no I'm, I, I better go home and so i go talk to my boss and he's really drunk too and i'm like hey man i think i'm gonna just like text a friend and get the fuck out of here if someone come pick me up and i'm in the living room and i'm about to leave and the girl and her friends are leaving and she goes oh uh you you haven't left yet i'm like no my, i'm gonna text a friend she's like oh we can drop you off at home and i'm like oh really that fuck that's cool i live really close and so we get in this car i don't know these people i've never met them before in my life we get in the car they don't ask me where i live they just start driving and i'm thinking I, first of all, it didn't occur to me until we got... All of these situations are so inherently predatory. Oh, my God. Like, if it was a man doing it to a woman, it'd kill that motherfucker, right? Like, that's the thing. But so we end up going to this house party that's, like, five, ten minutes away. And she's like, we'll just hang out here for, like, ten minutes, twenty minutes, whatever, and then we'll take you home. Like, okay, that's whatever. I'm really drunk. I go in. It's this huge fucking house. It's like the guy... This, I don't know what he did. He was, like, a lawyer or some shit. Big fucking house. A lot of people. Like, a lot of, like, 40-year-olds. Like, drunk 40-year-old women running around. It's, it was, like, a weird party yeah, that I've never... Tri, it's the Tri-Cities. Yeah, right. That's all it is, I, I, the Tri-Cities. I mean, it's people... You know, it seems like the money crap. We have it's the same way out in the valley. Yeah, yeah you get it. Um, and so I go in, and I'm in full costume. We're hanging out and whatever. And uh, the girl's like, she's buzzing around me. She's not moving. She's not leaving. And so <laughs> I uh, I asked the guy who is the owner of the house, I'm like, hey, man, do you have a bathroom? And he's like, yeah, we got like a guest room downstairs. Like, just go down. It's just turn on the lights and like go down the end of the hall, go in the living room, and then the bathroom's over there. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go downstairs, and I don't tell anybody. I just go downstairs. I turn on the light. I go walk down this long hallway into this big living room, and then I get into um, – I get into <laughs> – I get to the bathroom and I do my thing and I come out and she's standing there. <sighs> yeah, she's standing there. Oh, and God. She's looking at me and I'm thinking, oh boy, what's the move here, Steve? Like, what, what are we doing? And she proceeds to like start talking dirty to me and like rubbing herself. And I'm thinking, I got to get the fuck, like, I got to run. Like, I have to get the fuck out of here. And so she proceeds to like start undoing her top. And I'm like, uh... Oh, so this is like, yeah, the amount of alcohol here and common sense is just right. like... Because she doesn't know who you are. No, she has no idea. She, I don't even think she knows my name. I don't know her fucking name. Right, so it's not like Penthouse Forum. It's more like two people that are like so intoxicated. Right, I right. mean, it's like an not episode make of it, ER. Yeah, like... <laughs> not to like say I could see Dr. Green just being oh like, oh, what's his blood alcohol content? <laughs> But I mean, not to not to justify it. It's not okay. But I mean, right. I also again didn't I didn't feel threatened. I just felt like I don't want to be in this situation. And so I pretended like I was getting a phone call, and I was like, "Oh, well, let me go take this." And so I go upstairs, I go out the front door, and I run down the street for like four blocks, and I hide in this person's yard. And I'm calling my boss, and he's like shit faced, and I'm like, "You have to come pick me up. This minion is trying to sexually assault me." Like I said that, which is kind of not the truth, but. Whatever. It's a funny sentence. It's just a funny thing to say, and uh, which I didn't. Again, I didn't feel threatened by her. I mean, if things been different, I might have engaged with That's her. That's still not a very kosher situation, regardless. Yeah, no, it's not great. Uh, and so I, I ran down the street, and then eventually, hit, hit one of my boss's friends came and picked me up and took me home. But um, that was a situation where 
I got like trigger. I get triggered by minions now. Like I, not that I get triggered by them, but I'm just like, ah, I get this shit out of here. And so like the, on my birthday, which is like a week later, I'm eighth of November. I walk into the conference room and they had bought my coworkers had bought a bunch of like giant stuffed minions and put them all over the fucking to conference screw room. with you. Yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna burn this fucking I, building I, to the ground. You know, I'm gonna tell you, Steve. Honestly, yeah. If that would have been a, and I'm not. This isn't like a hashtag men's rights thing. Right, but like you know that you're let's right. Not, let's not start that here. Yeah, yeah no, we're, we're definitely not. Yeah. Yeah, no, I trust me. If anything, I believe met. I don't want to get. Yeah, on that. let's not. Yeah, um, we're very respectful. I, that's of that's really that to me is like uh, as much as like I'm a person that's loosey goosey about things. Like yeah. I feel like if that was another person, same gender or another gender, maybe yeah. somebody who's less like okay, mm-hmm. like. You know, I well imagine if I wasn't okay with it. Like I'm okay with it now, yeah. and I look back, that girl is perfectly fine. I, I again, I didn't feel threatened by her. I didn't feel like she was trying to assault me. But it if was she just, was two feet taller than you, but if she and weighed you like eighty like pounds, yeah, yeah, and she was trying to fuck me, and I, man, and then my work did that to me. Fuck, you know, fuck you guys. You yeah, know, but, depending on where you live, you'd have quite the settlement after that. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. But it, it's just it's just funny because I always. Um, those kind of situations, which don't happen to me often, but when they do happen, I think it's comical. Like I look back now and I'm like, man, what a, what a fucking moron I was to even like not run away the moment I got out of the car. See, with, you know? At least in yours, you're like the unwilling victim in both of it. And in mine, I'm the guy that, Oh Jesus. Yeah. Let's go like, there. I let's feel like now got. telling the story, it's going to sound really funny. So when I, li- I lived in Burlington, Vermont for like 340 or 370 days, Jesus, like yeah, I lived out of the day. Yeah, I lived there pretty much almost 1. a year 1. on the 1.19 years, yeah. And it was it was fine, but I lived in downtown Burlington. And okay. You want to talk about small cities. Yeah. But I, I, I worked at like... Like 100,000 people? What are we talking about? Oh. 50,000? Try like 70, yeah. Okay. Like, or less. You know, and, and with the college kids, it kind of throws it off, but... Yeah. It, it's essentially just built two ways. Like, top of the hill is like UVM. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom of the hill is like where all the townies live. Okay. And I was like one of the night managers at like a pizza place. I was like a PacSun manager. You know, like I lived there for like a year just doing whatever. Just, just hanging out. Hanging yeah. out with all my New Hampshire friends. How old that were you there? I was like 21. Okay. So this is a little while ago. So I also worked as like a doorman occasionally. Sure. I was always just hustling to make cash. And uh, Sure. So I would go, but my one, my one constant was I'd go to this bar called Finnegan's on Thursday because they'd have dollar PBRs. Sure. Now, they know me. I know everybody. They're, I have no cutoff. And that was the point in my life where I was just like, I mean, you want to talk about like like hurting yourself. Yeah. And there was a girl there, and I can't remember her name. I want to say it was like Sarah. Mm-hmm. And she was the roommate of my buddy's kind of girlfriend that he okay. had met on Tinder or something. Or my roommate's something. Some, some like friend of a friend of a friend. Then you know, pretty girl, really nice. Yeah. But then it was like, I was pretty shit-faced, but I was like, I'm going to go home. Yeah. Because everything's walking distance. I mean, just right. for basis, it's like it's from like here to, you know, Sacred Heart. You know what I mean? Oh, so super cool. You could throw a football. Yeah, yeah. I could throw <laughs> right. a football. Like, yeah. there had been times where I'd been in sketchier situations where I would run home and I'd be there within a minute. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, that's how yeah. Burlington, because they're all central-focused downtowns. Right. Um, it's kind of like Coeur d'Alene built that way. It's okay. right around Lake Champlain. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. similar build. Okay. And um, beautiful, yeah, be- super beautiful. Yeah. Great people, great 
shout out to Burlington. Cool. Yeah. Just yeah. not the best place to live. You're not going to like be doing anything. Okay. You know what I mean? But like at the time, you probably didn't enjoy it because you were 21. And yeah, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. And it was cool to know that I could. Like, but you wouldn't move back, kind of thing. No. No. Okay. Um, I'd visit surely, but right. I wouldn't go back. Um. So anyway, this girl eventually just like grabs my phone and puts her number in it. Okay. And this is where our stories heavily diverge. <laughs> I was so drunk. She was like, come hang out with me. And I said, okay. Sure. And I wound up walking like two miles in the cold to her house because I was so bored. Right. You know, there's not a ton going on in Burlington. And that night, all my friends were busy. And I think I was there with like one of my roommates. Right. I went in to this place. And she was sitting there in like pajamas. Took all of her makeup off, which is, like I said, still a pretty girl. Not that it matters. Yeah. But she's sitting there with her hair. She's very in curlers. Casual. Oh wow! Eating big ziti, and she goes, "That's a that's an aesthetic." She said, "Come in, honey." <laughs> and like, this girl's like not that much. Like I was gonna say, age, she's seventy. It was like I was like I had to be I had to do like the to like yeah. make sure that I wasn't like I wasn't like I'm imagining things. And I didn't, you know, and, and this is just a rule I have. Like, I don't go right. anywhere looking for a certain thing because I found it's kind of like um, when you're like 16, you're like, I wish I had a girlfriend. And it's like, you're trying so hard for anything in your life. It's not going to work. It's not right? going to work out. Yeah, and also, gonna... you know, once again, predatory. If you yeah. go into somebody's home, they invite you in their home and you're just like, hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she tells me you're a fuck. Like, okay. And, and yeah. she had twin beds. Okay. But they were like separate, almost like a dorm. Okay. In this room because she lived yeah. by herself. Or? No, she lived with a couple other girls. Okay. Because you know Vermont's expensive too, like everywhere else. Right. It's like boutique, I guess. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I wind up sitting on the other one, and I'm just talking to her, and I just yeah. know what she wants, and I know what the implication of me being there is, and I, like I said, I'm so drunk. I'm surprised I remember this. Yeah. But it, she was saying something that made me so uncomfortable. See, I wasn't oh. expecting you to have not one but two stories that were right. like actually very detailed and funny. I thought right. it was going to be something like this. Yeah. <laughs> I was so panicked oh, no. and so drunk. I just casually looked down at my phone and I said, oh, shit. Oh, no. And I just kind of lowered my cheekbones. I kind of kind of shook my head and blew air out the side of my mouth. You know, just like, wow. Yeah, the whole thing. And I was like, my grandpa died. Oh, <laughs> my fuck. Because I had a grandpa that at the time was like very ill. Pretty sick. Yeah. But, mind you, this is like five, six years ago. I was a very different person then. But I was right. so panicked and so stressed out. That the only thing I could think of was like, my, my grandfather died. <laughs> Oh my, just so you could get out of this situation. Dude, you want to talk about sprinting out of a place. And I remember she texted me for like three days afterward, like, how's your grandfather? And the reason why I tell that story, and I told a very similar story, well, a similar story on Spokast about me accidentally saying that I was terribly ill for somebody to buy me Swedish. Oh my God. But that one was an accident. That one was a real accident. Sure. But this one was just like a drunk, panicked, bold faced lie. Right. And I just remember being like, oh, my God, like, you have hit. That is your rock bottom. Yeah. That is like you got kicked out of the house with a needle in your arm. Like, you can't you can't be like that. Yeah. That's that's the that's the bottom of the barrel, my man. That's <laughs> fucking intense. But I was so sure. put off by it. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm, you know, I don't care if she takes makeup off or whatever. But it was right. just like the whole thing. I was like, holy shit, you're telling me that she got in the amount of time it took me for a walk. And I got long ass legs. I'm a yeah. quick walker. Right. 
By the time it took me to get from the bar to, to the, her, place, her place, she with the amount of lead that she had, right. and mind you, this is like before Uber and Lyft were a huge thing. So, like, right, how right, the hell right. she even got home quicker than me? It was kind of strange. And she, you know, the hair curlers. So that's the thing that perplexed me the most was, was the, the curlers, hair curlers. Right. How the hell did she get those up there? And she's like, I'd already heated up, so Big ZD was in her pajama yeah. pants. I don't, don't even know her name. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, th- are you going to bed? I think. <laughs> like, what do you I think? Want? It's just the, the the amount of comfort that she felt in that situation that kind of put you off. Because like, if you if I invite someone over, I'm not going to get into my PJs. And like start making lasagna. Yeah, like I'm like, gonna be it, in my normal clothes, like hanging out. The first time you've ever met somebody. That's what I mean. With, within yeah. like 35 minutes. I mean, could have her for she, being comfortable, but well, also, yeah. I yeah. mean, but, but but so anyway. Now that's my story about me just being like, I need to leave. That's I gotta like, get out of here. That's the equivalent of like Mission Impossible. If like Ethan Hunt is in like the top floor of some building, and you know he's got all these cool my ass gadgets. Die. <laughs> he's got all these cool ass gadgets, but he has to leave this like elegant party, and he's like, yeah. my grandfather's dying. I have to go. But it's like he could like you know. Rappel out of the roof. Right, he could go down, climb through the chute, the fucking wind thing. Yeah, but you know, you know how I did. It's the equivalent of if Ethan Hunt just picks up a chair, throws it through a window, and he's just like, "Fucking bye." Later, jumps out the. All your discretion is gone. All your, you know, so it's right. So, man, and luckily, I've never been in a situation before or after quite like that. Sure, sure. Um, I did have one where I was (laughs) hanging out with a woman and. Um, she did tell me pretty much immediately after the first time we ever, you know, hung out in a more right. in a more sensual sense that um, she had a boyfriend. Ah, uh, yes. And then uh, she told me, and I don't believe her. I think she made this up. Okay. And going back to people making up the most theatrical lies to get sure. through things, you kind of have a sense for it because you've done it. So well, you know yeah. yeah. And this was a little beforehand. <laughs> this was a couple years before. Sure. But she, um, she was like, "Oh, he just texted me." <laughs> Oh. And he goes, and she goes, oh my god! And she starts crying, and she goes, he says, I know you're sleeping with other guys. It's over. Oh, my and this god. is within like a 25 minute span, and I'm just, and I can't. I remember staring at the wall in her in her, in her uh, apartment, and I right. just remember being like, and and now I'm older. You know, I think I was like 19 <laughs> at the time. She sure. was much older than me, and right. I just remember being like what are the chances you know this is just another example in my strange life strange things happening but now i know that's like expert level bullshit oh yeah like she's she's the master grifter it's amazing the kind of shit that you do like the kind of shit that your brain convinces you that's like i can't do it anymore and i'm not just saying it but i can't like i torture every time i used to when i would lie as a kid it would it would there is no worse feeling in the world Mm -hmm. I'd rather get shot and have one of my testicles blown out. Sure. Than than be caught than be caught in a lie. Like a mm. right, yeah. Because, Not just like a fib, but like a lie. But lie. like a lie, lie. A lie. So yeah. that's why I just I mean everybody you know will exaggerate like oh you know it was five feet tall when in reality it was three feet tall. Right, but it's right, like right. that's why I don't tell fucking like serious lies anymore because yeah. when I was younger I used to feel like gap in my life, but now since I've been an adult it's just like right. yeah, was the last time you got caught in a lie. Doesn't happen to me often anymore. Sure. I'll tell you what. That is the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. Imagine if that girl would have been like, oh, you said your grandfather died? What's his name? Uh, Arthur Gallant. Yeah. Oh, really? Where did he die? Spokane, Washington. When did it happen? Right now. Right now. <laughs> She's like, oh, I have a, a, a uncle of mine yeah. who works at the oh, hospital. I know the charge nurse over at Sacred Heart. Yeah. Yeah, right. Hi. Yeah, Sarah. You oh, know what I mean? Like, that, you can imagine how awful you would have felt, but <clears throat> at the same time, I mean, it, it also kind of hits on a, a, a pretty funny thing of like, 
something I was talking about with Claire off, off the podcast about like communication and like straightforwardness when it comes to things like this, like you're young, you're stupid. Like I'm sure. And it's, it's a situation that you didn't expect being in, but like the older I've gotten, the more I think not, I won't say direct, but just like, I'm not, I don't want to create a facade anymore of like when I'm talking to someone or things that you do. Yeah. Right. What's, it's what? Oh, what I was, that's what I was saying oh, earlier, yeah. earlier in the week. It's just like, I want to, it's not that I want to be transparent with everybody, but like if I'm, let's say I meet someone at a bar or something, I, 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 it's like you talked about, like when you text somebody, you have this feeling of like, I have to entertain this person. Like, I don't, I don't want to feel like that anymore and I'm still struggling with it. But like being upfront and honest about those kind of things, like, you know what, actually I shouldn't be here, which is a, it takes a lot of fucking, you know, gumption not to fall, not to go to the bottom of the rabbit hole. Yeah, dude. Like it takes oh, a lot of gumption it. to be able to be able to be like, Hey, you know what? I feel really uncomfortable and I'm going to leave right now. Uh, like nobody, I feel like nobody fucking does that. The amount of shenanigans I have seen other people do. Oh, my god the fucking twisting and all of the shit that you have to go through one time walked into a bondage party <laughs> where what? they were just practicing like rope tricks and i was like i am in the wrong place <laughs> this is not the wedding i yeah, want to came well, no, and everybody's completely clothed but they're yeah. just like check this out this is like a ted bundy knot right. it's like it's like insane jesus yeah so I, well wow. so what do you what do you it's funny that you say that because i i had that issue now i would say if i have any trouble now yeah. it's being too honest you know being like oh my god so I it's totally, too much in the other direction of yeah like, i totally forgot because you know i've been busy with this or this or this mm-hmm. and it's like i just didn't care enough or whatever you know, yeah. when when in reality i think 20 year old 21 year old bros mcgrows mr riley connors would yeah. probably say my uncle language. died yeah yeah, or just be like, you all, Uncle Mike was killed in a car bomb. <laughs> car bomb. He's in the room while you're telling the girl <laughs> on the phone. Like, right, right, I'm a ghost. Oh, come on, kid. Hey, do kid. Do you hear about that thing in Area 51? Kid, holy fuck. We got to go to the raid, kid. Come on. She ain't worth it, kid. He goes, what's that? What's that movie with the karate at it again? The, the karate kid, Uncle Mike? No, yeah. it's the one with the, 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 the Will Smith kid, little black yeah, kid. little black kid. Still, still the karate kid, yeah, Uncle Mike. Shitty remake, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I run into that issue. So now, when you go to bars and you talk to women and you're honest, do you do you tell them now you say uh, instead of saying like I own a bathhouse, you just say I look like Is someone I'm Turkish? Is that why you went there because of the bathhouse? 100%. Yeah, no. I uh, it's funny you say I I don't really like I go I I don't go out a lot. I mean I, that's a bullshit lie. I <laughs> I go out, but I mean like I when you're 22 and you go out, you go out to have fun and get loose and meet people, right? That's what you do. When you're 29, you go out, you go out to have fun, to get loose, and to meet people. But the dynamic is so much different. Uh, I, I can't remember the last time I like talked to a random girl at a bar for more than five minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it happens to me all the time, yeah, but, I, I, but I, it's the same thing with random dudes I talk yeah. to. Well, I mean, like random, I mean, like I talk to, I don't know. I, I usually go out with the same four people. So, I mean, I, I met a couple of girls um, recently at Little Something. Um, I won't out them on the cast, but they've turned out to be good friends of mine now. But it's just like it happened because I met them and we started talking about like baked goods. It wasn't like me saying like, oh, hey, I'm a designer, blah, blah, blah. You know, I've won awards or whatever bullshit that people do. Like my angle was more of like, oh, you want to talk to me? Because I'm still surprised when somebody wants to talk to me or like give me attention. Well, there's seven billion people in the world. If there's a hundred people in a club, why are they coming to talk to you? It's not all going to be like taken with Liam Neeson, you know, right. obviously. But so, it's not like they're going to be like a, to, to the TikTok comment and say, "Have you ever thought of modeling? <laughs> you could yeah. be a model, you know. You could be model. You like could be model. model. I could like your mustache. Yeah, come on, uh, thank you, please. It's a push broom. I like it. 
yeah uh, so i get that where yeah. it's like there's a little nervousness because you're like holy shit why are they like, why are you to talking me? to me right now and it's not like why are you talking to me but it's like what there's a guy over there who's like has a full head of hair and is beautiful and probably drives a nice car. Why are you talking to me? You know, but I always say uh, that's my own personal shit. You know, I'm still struggling with, but I think, yeah, I yeah. think there's a level of that I always say the compliment I will do to other men. I'll give to nice other cock men. there, Jerry. Uh, something like that. I'll yeah. say, I bet that guy lays pipe like he invented plumbing. Oh boy. Just unprompted. Do you just go lead lead with that? That's, no, no. Like if somebody mm. is like, Oh yeah, you know, my boyfriend's so great. Is like, yeah, he's a really cool guy. He's yeah. like really handsome. Yeah. You know, he looks like a, yeah, he looks like he could be my stepdad. <laughs> I get that dad, one a lot. Or my daddy. Or my daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, well, I get that a lot. I it, get the more. It's funny that you say that about hair because my hair has been like, is it's cool now because it's like, it's it's grown long enough that it kind of falls. Sure. But there is a long time. I mean, I come from strong Jewish stock and my mom right. looks, and my, my dad, like I said, looks like Morrissey. So that's like black Irish. So between the two, it's like, yeah. You know, you have, you've got some natural kind of uh, body to it, but it's how long does it take to get like that? Is it was it? Do you get like a Jufro? Uh, yeah, I a little bit. Like so, <laughs> okay. now it's like you so see, it's kind of like, so it's like Kit yeah. Harrington, like Adam Driver, like you know, it's like that's <laughs> right. kind of curly. But like, have you ever seen? I reference this like, a lot of callbacks, but it's like um, Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah, I like the guy yeah. from Cowboy Bebop. Like yeah. that's how my hair gets. It doesn't actually get curly; it just sticks out. Right, Spike. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a mix between Spike and like prime Twilight Robert Pattinson. And <laughs> it's kind of wet, like yeah. And you know, it's like moist. some people will be like, "Oh, that's so cool," but like the older and older I get, people are like, "You look crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and you look clinically insane." So yeah. it's funny because there's a time, you know, when I look at your head because I've joked about that. It's like, yeah. you know, staring into. I don't know. Yeah. You got the good mustache. Yeah. That's what I pay attention to. Yeah, it's I've I, you know I never had a mustache before. Everybody I always had a, talks about. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah. No, I was gonna say yeah. everybody in this town talks about Silverwood. <laughs> but there's only one. Yeah, I can't. I, you know please exactly no. I'm please. I'm ready please. for the punchline. Yeah, fucking lay it down. Say, I was like, there's only uh, everybody talks about Silverwood, but there's only one ride in town that I would like to go on. Oh boy, <laughs> you're looking at it right now. Is that what you're about to say? Well, yeah. My mustache. I would say that about you. It's like an kind of like the same thing. Dude. Yeah, you know. But it would just be like, hey, look, and they don't shut down for the winter. <laughs> <laughs> the Steve theme park is open year round. <laughs> God, I fucking hate that I even said that. That, that. That's should be, that should be my my actual side business. I should. You know, instead of going back to writing papers for people, yeah. I should just start being like a professional creep. asshole way. <laughs> like, a, like the Roger Stone of like oh, wingman. Oh, boy. God. I just show up and just be like, yeah, you know, Steve Dobbs, <laughs> when I was 12 years old, I uh, oh, I God. fell into the Spokane River, and I didn't know how to swim, but I was such a cocky little asshole, and he just, you know, he pulled me out of that river, like no sweat. He wasn't even that much older than me, and I was yeah. bigger than him, and he still pulled me out of that yeah, river. Yeah. You know the craziest thing was? I was 19. I was drinking with my friends back in college. I fell into that same river. And there he was. <laughs> you know who saved my life? Steve Dobbs. Steve fucking Dobbs. Steve motherfucking Dobbs. Also, I heard that, you know, <clears throat> down there. Yeah. It's it's average. It's short, but it's, it's average. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's Thank tra- you. It's travel size, yeah. so you could disappoint. It looks, like a, mini, it the looks like a mini lighter. Yeah, like a red mini lighter. Thank you. That's a glowing endorsement. <laughs> I'm, I have no friends now. This is great. Oh, yeah, I haven't had a mustache for a long time. Um, I, it's I've had it for about a year now, but... 
I always had a beard and like when you start going bald, yeah, when you start going bald, I looked like a thin, I looked like anemic action Bronson. Like I had this big beard <laughs> and I was like thin and I was eating pizza all the time and like, I don't know. I, and then I was like, fuck it. Let's see what a mustache looks like. Cause my dad, my biological father had a mustache and he's bald and it was just like, I fuck man. Like he it's just such a look and now it's just like I don't even think about it it's just kind of a thing that I have but people are always like nice mustache yeah you, you have a great mustache. big mustache if I um, ever grew my hair out like really long mm-hmm. like locks of love would long, you yeah <laughs> and, and like a wig out of my sure, hair sure. would you wear it yeah I think that'd be I think that'd be the I think funniest if, thing I think if you were to make me a wig out of your hair I would wear it in a heartbeat and we Dude. would do a part two of this podcast where I, I'd be I, we should do it where we shave you on the podcast and then put it on my head. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> shave his head, Brennan. Know, Jesus. I love you, know, Brennan. Yeah. I wash my hair. Yeah. Every. We can put down a tarp. It's fine. Month. It's yeah. hardwood floor. It's not a big deal. Oh, man. I, yeah. I, I, there, there's shit like that that I live for, though, just fundamentally. Sure. You my know, mustache. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or just like those insane jokes. You know, you know, like I know I don't really want to talk too much about the show because there's just not much to talk about, but it's like yeah. the amount of things. That I had pitched to Ryan Tucker on LCL, oh, Lilac City Live. Because, like, for those who don't know, I'm, like, kind of the head writer, yeah, but it's more of a writer. joke term. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I mean, you're, you're a big part of the culture there. and Yeah, you know, like, it, it definitely changed a little bit when I came on, but I think that's more of a credit to Ryan. Sure. Like, like, he's, my, he's magnificent. I mean, he's a right. great, great, fantastic My person, first show, yeah. I just hid behind a plant and pretended I was an audience plant that said that I sold Mike's Hard Lemonade to school children. Oh, oh my and God. I said this in front of <laughs> Jess Walter as he was, like, just getting off the plane from being, like, talking to Hollywood executives about... You know, adapting his novel, and here I am. I'm like, hey, I got a question for you. Do you think that uh, Ben Affleck's head is so big that it hurts his neck? <laughs> that was Kermit. That was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, dude, I oh, I, I love doing Mupp- the Muppet Show the Muppets, intro, yeah. but like <clears throat> doing like bands that you wouldn't expect. Sure, sure. I, I I sometimes, but I'll make the mistake. Like I'll do Don Pardo from SNL. Oh my like, god, musical Saturday Night Live, musical guest, Hoobah Stank. <laughs> <laughs> And Andrew ben Host, Stiller. Andrew Host, the ghost of John McCain. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> same, Jesus fucking same Christ! Thing I'll do with like yeah. uh, Kermit the Frog. will be like, "Welcome to the Muppet Show. Tonight's guest." <laughs> and then I'll just come up with somebody just like um, <sighs> I, I gotta do think it. up like a semi more appropriate because it would Clive Owen. Wanna, sure. Well, it would be somebody from like the era. Oh, It'll just be yeah. like. <laughs> Richard Pryor, yeah! And then you just see him sprinting across on fire. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, so I love doing those jokes. But, sure, sure. Um, but Ryan Tucker, who was my like my icon, and, and in the way that I feel like he's been, he's joked with me that I feel like we have similar. It's kind of like I said the joke before. It's like, Mo, can we get Ryan Tucker? And it's like, we have Ryan Tucker at home, and it's me. Yeah. Uh, and that's high praise on myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you're a very funny guy. Well, he, yeah. but he's he's a multi-hyphenate. I, well, no, I, I mean, Ryan is a he's a, a unicorn for sure. I mean, yeah, I, he's I, I barely know him, but I, I, I've seen him. I've seen his work. I think he's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, so. I'm good at a couple of things, but I'm still C-Squad. And that's not me being humble. That's me yeah. looking in the mirror every day. Yeah. But um, right. the amount of jokes that he's like, 
that he's thought is so funny, but like we can't do on the show. Mm-hmm. I've been you'd probably buy oh because it's through the city, right. and like the city occasionally pays me to you know like I am a city employee right. when I'm on there. So, so you like, can't go on and have like a Caitlyn Jenner joke or something. No, like, like yeah. I came not on that you drag, would, but I mean yeah, like I'm just trying to think of something that would be offensive. I'm not right, I came on in drag and I said my and they were like, "What's your drag name?" And I was like, "Nadine Woodward." Right, and that caused a lot of course of controversy. And I, I mean, I mean within the the small paradigm of that scene. But there was also some other stuff that, like, I had pitched. Like, I had pitched. Um, we had uh, the great PNW guys on, oh, like sure. Joel Barber, and they're oh, yeah. nice guys, and they're really creative and talented. Yeah, Joel's great. But my personal thing is, you know, like I said about it's like humbleness. There's the the thing between like being humble and being mm-hmm. real, and I feel like you always need to be able to have fun poked at you. Yeah. You know, and there's got to be able that soft spot. You got to be able to get to and let people get right. to. Otherwise, so, you're a fuck. Every every <laughs> month when there's, I mean, the last couple of months I haven't really been super involved because I've had other things going on. But sure. every month when we have somebody on, I will write like "fuck you" pieces, like essentially, like wait, when Ginger and Luke Ewing or Ginger Ewing and Luke Baumgartner came on, yeah. like I just spray painted a bunch of like Walmart canvases and like glued on pictures of like. Michael Keaton, but like over a, a, a male porn model's body, with uh-huh. like, and then I'd print out his face again and I'd put it over his junk. So it'd sure. be a double Michael yeah, Keaton. Yeah, two face. Michael Keatons, sure. Or I'd do like just the mask. Yeah. Or I'd do like Mayor Condon with like a like a quote. And it would <laughs> say, like, Riley's my best friend in the world. I wouldn't leave my wife, blah, 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 right, blah. Right, 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 right. It's a purely platonic. Yeah. And, and that's funny because I go on and it's kind of me just being like, you know, everybody thinks they're hot shit with their art sure. things. It's like, look at this. Yeah, check this out. Right. You know, and. I did, uh, you know, but I pitched one about the Inland PNW, or where I, you know, they're like the great PNW. Right. And I'm like, well, technically you're the Inland Northwest. So I was kind of like just doing like, hey, what's up? This is my new outfit, whatever, INW, because we're in the Inland Northwest. In the Northwest, right. And it would just, all the shirts would be like, instead of like two bears fucking, it would just be like, hey, this is Terry, who's the coolest dude who digs through my garbage cans. <laughs> and see this? It's Jeez. a sexy ass pothole. See this one? It's really fucking cool. Right. It's a bunch of people <clears throat> forming in a queue that kind of looks like a mountain, but they're all actually lining up just to look at a sign that says a Chick fil A might be there one day. <laughs> 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 oh, and no. I, you know, I think to Ryan's credit, he pitched it and they were just like, no, no bro, we can't and do that's, that. Yeah. You know, and I get that. Right. But, but that's I'm, part of the, the excitement, I'm sure, of working in that position where you're just like, you have the freedom before it gets even to the cutting floor where right. you're well, just kind of like throwing ideas well, out. Ryan, you know? Ryan gets final say on everything. And, right, and, right, our, right. and the process is a little bit more disjointed than it used to be because sure. more people come in and more well, people have ideas. It's not and, only you, but uh, Annika, I believe, is... is uh, Annika Eagle, Annika, who's yeah. the funniest human she, being on planet I've had Earth. a few interactions with her, and I think she is a fucking wonderful... I would love to have her on the show. I She's think so she is funny. like, you know, I'm not even going to break it down to like people in this scene, this scene, gender, whatever. I think right. Annika Eagle is legitimately... I would put money down. Is the funniest person in Spokane? In Spokane. Wow. I think Annika Eagle is the funniest person. That's in Spokane. high praise. Yeah. I, she, Shout out to Annika. She is so yeah. funny. But you know, we have we have other people on um, Laura. I can't remember her last name. She's on the Drunch Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, uh, Sean Glasso. Uh, sure. Missy Nairns, uh Ben Glass. Um, 
uh, and you know some other people that kind of float around. Right. Alyssa, whose name I can't last name I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, she's funny. I've, I've seen yeah, her. Yeah, super funny. Yeah. So it's like, but you know, it's it's super disjointed right now, and it's also like we're moving to to Lucky You Lounge right next month, right March, right. So <clears> that's going to be for like two years, right? I mean, yeah, that's going to be. But I'm a long time. so busy with everything else, right. and like so you, you know, I've been approached about doing other things, and sure. you know, I'm just I'm like trying to balance it. it. But it is Ryan's show at the end. But you know, what is funny though is like he's been such a mentor to me. I mean, I'm trying to think of some of the other insane ones I pitched, where it's just like. For last month's show, I wasn't even there. It was like 2019, the guests and the guests we couldn't get on and why they're trash anyway. <laughs> I would have loved to have been in the room for yeah, that. Yeah. That would have been fucking but amazing. But it's like the joke, yeah. the joke is like, you know, and I'll make, you know, callback jokes like Craig T. Nelson and whatever. But oh, I, I have so many jokes. Like I wanted to yeah. make a joke. About, I wanted, to, but there's certain people in town that I think people mythologize too much. Sure. That I just inherently want to take the piss out of, of course, because I think that no matter how big you are, you're never bigger than like where you're from. Yeah. Um, also, it's like the comedians, like that's their calling is like if someone is on a pedestal, yeah. and it's like blindly up, like why, why, why can't we say something about that person? Yeah. Like, why are they protected from? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've had mixed experiences with John Stockton. He's actually a pretty nice guy. When I got to like actually oh, say so hi you wrote him. some shit jokes about i wrote one okay that was like steve nash was a better passer than you were no it like, was more like you yeah. could pass the ball to your more athletically talented teammates <laughs> if you try hard enough jesus christ oh uh, there's there's other ones i mean if you really i mean i don't yeah. care about oh we could talk off i don't care about, about ethering some of these people but it's like you know the people that are like big shit here sure they create like a stranglehold on things and these are people in like the business world like what right. were the you know, he builds all these Davenport Grand hotels that take up all this space. Sure. And the old ones are nice. And the new one, the Grand, has got some really cool people working. But as a building, it's very just like, it's just, it looks like a, it looks like a very boring, modernish building. It looks like sure. something that Godzilla would step on you when you take two seconds about it. <laughs> I can't wait till he has hire someone to kill me and throw me in the river. It's going to be great. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. He's gonna oh, it's going to be me first. Oh, yeah. We're both going down. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. As long yeah. as we go out together. Yeah. We'll, but I said to him, right. it was just like, you know. The, you know, he can only really get the action going <laughs> if he builds a hotel. That's why there's so many around town. Oh, my God. I applaud your relentlessness. I said, I wonder if he named his kids, like, for the streets that they're on, like, oh, this is Jefferson and Madison and Stephen. <laughs> Lincoln, yeah. Yeah. But that's, awesome. that's, that's, that's the funny. kind of, like, mentality I have. And even sure. as, like, my own rep is kind of growing sure. for whatever that's worth. Like, I just, like, if somebody came out and was like, I want to do an entire stage show called... The self-important Jew boy and plays me. I would be like, you would love it. I would yeah. pay to go see it. I'd right. pay for everybody right. to go see it because but for the person to do that, that's a bold move in this town to be like to call the show. What would you say, <laughs> yeah. something Jew boy? Like, like Jew if boy. I tried to do that, I would get hung. Like people <laughs> yeah. would fucking freak out. Well, Not that I would, but I, I, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just funny though. That I, I get the point you're trying to make. Though. I've been like, wanting to do so many stage shows. The only one I really want to do, and I'll say this on the pod, sure, in case please. anybody's listening Drop and wants it. to do yeah, it with me. I might want to do it with you. You know, Professor Romance, the joke, the Instagram joke, we talked more about it on Spokast in terms of me actually like giving. It's a joke. Sometimes I'll give legitimate advice, but yeah. for the most part, it's it's a joke. Sure. But I've been asked so much like for way more than I was expecting. I get asked all the time, even sometimes like just randomly. Romance advice? Yeah. Like, really? like, like, dude, it is the funniest shit in the world. That and people asking me why I didn't have my real face on Instagram. That was another real thing. I know that's a, that's a thing that people probably do. but Yeah, I mean, they asked I, me that. Those I are two questions that charm. perplexed the hell out of me. Sure. And uh, <laughs> so I legitimately want to do a Professor Romance like live show okay. at Lucky You. And like like I, I can market it. 
and it wouldn't be expensive. I think I might even make it free. Yeah. And people would just come up and like legitimately talk to me about their lives. Sure. But the bit would just be like how I'm dressed <laughs> and I might just get super hammered beforehand. Yeah. But like it's still going to be like legitimate. But so just, the whole show is an interaction between you and random people. Yeah. Who just like queue up and they, but the whole thing is like, you got to be like legitimate. Yeah. Like you can't just be like, yeah, my girlfriend likes to pee on me and call me. Yeah. You can't be like forced shit. Yeah. My girlfriend be. doesn't get off unless we watch Waterworld before. <laughs> The part yeah. where Jack Black dies. Yeah, yeah the part where yeah. Jack Black dies. Yeah. Yeah, she keeps saying, <laughs> she keeps saying to me every time she pulls her pants off. Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> like I'm not going to answer your questions if you're like that. Like well, if if you need help producing this, I would be more than happy to do anything I can I also, to make sure that this happens. You know, and Ryan Tucker also has his one man shows. And he's I got several. They're fucking yeah. hilarious. And I don't yeah. want to crib them because they're so funny. And, yeah. I, and it's the the town is too small for two yeah. people doing one man right, shows. Right. But I will get into his ear and I will say, you should do like, like the bigger, the crazier, the better. Like right. the, I told him this one. I said the English patient, the one man show. Imagine the English patient with the one man show it. with just like fucking costume changes flipping through time as like a burned man being like when I was like he could if he took the time it would be amazing yeah imagine imagine him just like or like having like a puppet with a voiceover just saying like Dude. the entire lines that Ralph finds did and it's he was just wearing. fucking dancing like yeah the, just the, some, the, like yeah. you have one person just working the puppet well, you can on. see that's on a ladder like or some <laughs> yeah. shit yeah. as he's talking to Juliet right. Binoche who's also <laughs> playing a puppet who's on Ryan's hand amazing Jesus Christ you could even do the freaking bomb scene with Naveen Andrews oh my god all you'd have to do is just use puppets shadows a little bit of camera trickery at a game audience and some music it could work I think it could work I've read the screenplay for that movie like 16 times oh I'm sure it's a classic yeah. it's so weird that people forget about it it's so dope I had it on a VHS as a kid which movie is it? English Patient the English oh, Patient yeah. yeah I also have it I have it on VHS currently yeah, it's I a good, love it it's a good one um, you know it's not great though Kate and Leopold doesn't hold up uh, like, oh, fucking, he, he invented elevators yeah fucking cool Lord Albany great yeah, and you, you go back you go to the future and you hook up with salty ass mid 40s Meg Ryan Meg Ryan yeah cool kill me see now true love exists yeah great Meg Ryan just I, like squinting at him she's like no this is just how my face looks this is just me now in so my you're, 40s you're saying that you're from the past I'm saying I'm from the past and everything sounds like it's about to go like like just lead to a song where he's like I'm from the past because you're from the future what's wrong with your face because that's Christian not Christian Bale is it Christian Bale Hugh Jack Hugh Jack thank you yes Wolverine Fuck man, he's the sexiest man who ever lived. <sighs> he's pretty, gorgeous. and that is not even hyperbolic. That man, that man, are corners. All yeah, I saw Chappie. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, but the mullet. He was the only good part of it. <laughs> that had the ant word in it. Yeah, I think I was. <laughs> oh God, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> My son loves uh, Greatest Showman, and oh the the the, the, the musical. The, yes. yeah, yeah, there is one song in the Greatest Showman that I love. It's oh. that Never Enough song that she does to the opera part. Oh. I it's love weird. it. It's my it's most unfavorite, my most unfavorite song of all. Really? That's cool. You want to go on a date? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go to Didier's. Dude. <laughs> it's funny. That's uh, that's uh, the Christian hangout. You know? Is that the Christian hangout? That's where all, the where all these kids are like, I really want to sleep with you, but like, God says I can't. Just butt stuff. Um, <laughs> God, that's another. <laughs> yeah, we won't go there. But uh, <laughs> I have a bunch of stories about that. But 
I wanted to talk to you about Cats real quick before we wrap up because oh, yeah. I went and saw Cats twice. I, I, I have went, not seen it twice, huh? I went and saw it twice. I went to the AMC. I got really high, and I went and saw it one night, and then I loved it so much that I had to go see it again. So I went to the Garland when they were showing. It. I don't know if they're showing it anymore, but I went to the yeah, Garland it was like last week or two. Yeah, weeks and ago. I got really high again and went, and it was like, you need to see it, dude. It's, is it? It's is it that crazy? Here's the thing. And I'll say, I want to preface this before people fucking roast me. Um, I commend all of the work that went into make this movie. Oh, yeah. Tremendous it's, amount of work. It's a tremendous amount of work from like the writing and the producing and the performances and the choreography. It's all A+. Plus. It's all A+. Plus. But the CGI is questionable. And to see <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen making cat noises at people, like hissing at people, is the fucking like again i was high so i loved it but i mean like if i were to see it right now i'd be like oh jesus christ what a fucking just it's just they played the same song like 15 times and like uh, well, cats is a bullshit musical it, to begin with it is nuclear but, hot take oh, well is it because cats is only as popular because it's like white women were just like oh my god yeah well it's i it, can go back to iowa saying i saw it, <laughs> You fucking dancers, small small women and playing cats. And I think I met a gay person for the first time. I, think I met a the gay person for the first time. It's like Hamilton. Like Hamilton's great, but what Hamilton is for a lot of people is it seems like their first exposure to hip hop. Right. Oh. <laughs> Have you, heard, have you heard Kendrick Lamar? He's no, great. I mean, I mean, am I? I hate yeah. to say it, but like, am I wrong? Because like that's no, it's the so same true. like thing, the same vibe you get from yeah, people. Yeah, it has one thing, and, and it's and it's great. Like, yeah. I think Hamilton's Memory, a much better. Alone in the moonlight, and then it's like a cat, and then it's like you know they get off stage, and somebody's just like, "Great job, bravo, Roger." Bravo. And he's just just like smoking a cigarette outside. Right. He's like, "I'm still, I still can't you pay know, on my like, fucking loans to you, Carnegie Mellon." You know, the voice is fine. Next week, right? She's fucking leaving me, taking the kids. Yeah. Fuck! I gotta go back out. Memory, like fucking. I'm thinking about getting a travel company and Miss Saigon. Who are you playing? Well, I auditioned for Miss Saigon. Miss I auditioned for Miss Saigon. Gary, you're from Milwaukee. <laughs> Calm your tits. Um, no, it's it's seeing Idris Elba's penis was great. What? Uh, what? Well, you don't see like the thing, but like you can see. I think they, and I think, the, quote me if I'm wrong, Brian, you, might, you might have to look this up, but they, Jason Derulo, I believe is yes, the guy. Jason really, Derulo. He's really talented, and he has this kind of disco breakdown that I personally love, because I'm a huge fan of disco, but I, I think that they had to go back and CGI his penis, because I heard it was, that story, it was like, yes. his hog was so big that they were like, we can't Ooh, do this. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, it's a good problem to have. It's a great headline. Like to see him in the next Avengers movie. Oh, oh my God. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, he's going to be the first Black Hulk. It's going <laughs> to be awesome. Jesus <laughs> um, no, man. it's it, you got to see it. In fact, I would like to watch it with you. I think you should oh, come over should. and we, we should. should rent it and just do like a mystery science theater thing where we oh. just record I'm us gonna... talking shit about it. I feel like you and I could do a lot of damage and have a lot of fun with that When one. the next one comes out, like one like that, I have an AMC movie pass. So mm. I go and see like three Dude, let me know. I'd love to go with you. I can't. It's shitty in the way that I don't. I haven't figured out how I can get other people in free with me or like whatever the deal is. Just say I'm your dad and I'm, I have terminal disease. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my grandpa. He's going to die any day. <laughs> Can I let my grandpa? I he's saw, gonna die. I saw nineteen seventeen. What'd you think? I loved it. Uh, I loved it too. I also saw that movie super. 
I was, I was sober the, as a bird. I saw yeah. that movie super under the influence, and I knew it was good because of just the sheer audacity of it. But like, you know, phenomenal. I would love it for the people through. who are still here in the podcast that are just like, oh my god. These guys are talking about really cool they're, movies. They're so, getting to something. So let me talk about the real <laughs> movies, that, the, the most exciting movies please, for those please. who have stuck with us. Pirates 2, Stagnetti's Revenge. What? what? <laughs> you guys have never heard of Pirates 2, Stagnetti's Revenge? I have not. Is Can this you, in the same vein like, as like Troll 2? What are we talking about? Like, no, this bad is like, to be I bad think this is what? one of the, I think it was like at the time, it was like the, the, the porno with the world's biggest budget. Wait, this and is it's a, just a Pirates of the Caribbean ripoff. Oh, okay. So it's this no, is a porno. This ain't no Scooby Doo. It ain't no. This ain't the X Men. It ain't no. Uh, this ain't the Family Matters. Pirates to st- st- what's it? Stagnetti's Stagnetti's revenge. Was this like a uh, Cinemax thing? I don't know. I think or it was, was it like a was, hardcore porno? We don't have it, to I, get I think into it. it but, who cares? Yeah. I think it was. Just, like it was no a pun intended. One. We don't have to but get into I it. Love, I love. I love the. I love the title. Pirates 2, the biggest Stagnetti's adult production revenge. in history, yeah. 2008. Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, that's before all the stuff you, that people... Dude, fuck those skeletons right now. I'm, Brennan's <laughs> yeah, got it pulled up. So Holy cool. shit. It's so cool. I would watch this just for the story, which is kind of the inverse of the problem you have with porn. Like People are always like, ah, I hated porn with story. No, no, no. I want to... Fuck the fucking... I want to watch these people act this story look out. Look at these guys. This I mean, looks ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, like the production value is insane. So why why are, does it doesn't have the same following as the room? Oh, because sure it because does. it's it just there's. Could not you imagine a porno with Tommy Wiseau? Oh God, I did not do it. So what am I supposed to do? <laughs> he keeps looking back. Yeah. Like, Tommy Wiseau would be the guy that like hit a porno where yeah. like you know the 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 woman in the scene is doing things and she's looking at the camera and right. usually you see the guys they don't look at the they're camera. just like doing their own. Tommy thing. Wiseau would be the guy that would look directly down the pipe. <laughs> He like he like obscures the view. What do I do now? <laughs> yeah. Do I love this woman? <laughs> God damn it, Tommy! Oh, man. Yeah, I, that's I, that's great. I love in the room when they're they have the sex scenes and he's like clearly humping her stomach. Yeah, it's so good. God, what was that? There was one. There, I think the fun the the I've seen. You know, the room is terrible, but it's like you know, it's so its own thing. But there's movies that I watch on Netflix now that, that come are out that are Netflix originals that are bomb that make me like legitimately want to just scream. Like yeah. I want to scream <clears throat> in a jar, what's one bury it in my backyard. <laughs> Quickly before we go, what's one of these? God. By the way, Brennan, you need to download that Pirates too. Get, give me a copy <laughs> of that one. Yeah. Hey, Torrent uh, that shit, please. I, I, I'm Riley Cotter's president. Of yeah. red tube, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brennan. I, I can't wait to see all the ads you get served up because again, you didn't go incognito. You just went right into the regular search. That's fine. And now, when Abby sees your fucking <laughs> YouTube thing, she's gonna be like, "Oh, you're looking at adult films." Oh, Double D Willie. Double D Willie. <laughs> Turn this off, dude. This is a problem. What is this? Oh, this is another pirate porno. <laughs> yeah, it's pirate. These are just porno <laughs> trailers. Is that Orlando Bloom? <laughs> Or is it the guy that looks uh, convincingly oh, like him? Scene oh no, it's Jeremy Pirates Renner. <laughs> Jeremy Renner's in this one. Orlando yeah. Boat. Is it really a porno? It has Pirates to be. Pirates too. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I can't yeah. remember what movie I saw. Yeah, is it a, is it like a a, a Skinamax? <clears throat> no, these look I like. I mean, I, I don't have a a great. I mean, I I I, 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 I whatever really I say, I'm going to incriminate myself. But Shit. this doesn't look like a softcore porno. I've seen, but it's more just like <laughs> it's more just like dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb shit. Yeah, dumb shit. Where it's just like, you know. I used to think was really fun to find in like an organic way. And now it's like, 
it's curated for me now, like in a way, and like it kind of takes oh. the fun out. Like Troll Two was one of my favorite movies. Did you ever see any of the Toxic Avenger movies? Oh yeah, oh, they're, they're, they're remaking. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I heard about those that. Those are gonna be cool. Yeah, because um, the first one's like pretty fucking great like as far as like a cult they're all pretty fun yeah i mean the fourth one where there's like a giant baby fucking shitting in the diaper and stuff at a certain point you just gotta run with it yeah i just think it's like all those romantic comedies i'll see and or like i'll see the new ones or like yeah or like the ones where they're telling me like some teenager is like has cancer or something yeah or or they're hot like you know that's why i can't watch those shows like riverdale those shows are bullshit yes bless you yeah um because it's like they're they're adults Bless you again. I just get so worked up when I talk about. Yeah, I know. Clearly, you're. Yeah. Um, but it's these. They're you know Big they're adults. Fan. They're adult right. actors, but they're right. playing like seventeen year olds. It's fucking. And then weird. they're like the scene where they're like in their underwear, and I'm like, you're telling me I'm supposed to be turned on by these like underage kids? Yeah, this is fucking weird. <laughs> like, imagine just being like, <clears throat> yeah, it's just like these sex scenes of like sixteen year olds. That's disgusting. Like, do you remember when you were a teenager trying to have sex? It was the most awkward, weird shit. I think ever. that's really, really cool that you that you thought that of me hanging out yeah. with me because I will yeah. tell you that was the exact opposite of my yeah. life. Yeah, but, I, I believe me, I didn't have a lot of, but, a lot but, of experience either until I was twenty six. But remember that, but just being that age though, and yeah. like even your friends that were like sleeping with other people, you'd be like, oh, that's so cool. Yo, you got a blue job. Yeah, and <laughs> now it's like you know you. But then you watch these shows like Riverdale, and you realize like, what the hell do you do? Just like stick it in and pee? Like it's so it's, disgusting. It just romanticizes it, and it shouldn't be romanticized. Yeah. It's like a weird part of life that we all go through that we're not really proud of I hope, I hope these two kids hook up and I know they're fictional characters and I know they're played yeah. by adults I but it's want like, them to bone so it's bad. like yeah. imagine it's like 40 year old woman just being like I really hope well that's like the Archie whole, gets with Archie <laughs> and, uh, well that's like the real quick and then we'll wrap up uh, that's like the 50 shades of gray woman right she was like an older gal and she wrote this whole story yeah it was, was a, it 50 shades it of gray was, yeah it was a twilight yeah. fan fiction yeah, yeah that's what it was yeah yeah, now she's made more money. Yeah, she's well, she doesn't. She could have us both killed. I can't wait till I write my <laughs> eat, pray, love fan fiction. Fan fiction. Can I be in that? Can yeah, I, but can, it's a, it's about zombies. Okay, but can I play uh, Benicio? Not Benicio del Toro. Who's the other Javier Bardem? Javier Bardem. Can I play like, his character? Eats your neck. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh. she's like, my whole life was whatever until I was it was boring. I was just a mom and I hated my kids and then I was bitten by a zombie and now I'm gonna eat your fucking yeah thigh. I gotta travel around the world before but I, I wanna turn be, I wanna be Javier Bardem from No Country for Old Men with like the fucking haircut and like the air tank do you like this quarter? <laughs> call it <laughs> well, that's, what most... Link, that's what Link looks like he looks like Javier Bardem he does from, he looks uh, like Javier Bardem call it he, he what's the most you ever like lost to in a court like, toss? Um, Augustus Gloop with the hair. With the, he does. The, the like he's like he's grown up and he's vengeful. <laughs> he you told like, me I would die in the chocolate and I'm here to kill you. Oh, God. Your, your son's hair is so yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, so any other questions for me before you wrap up? No, man. I, you know, it, I... I want to say before the podcast, I we didn't really know each other too much, no. um, but I, I always thought fondly of you, um, and so I'm glad we met. And I'm, I think you're, I think you're a friend. I, I really yeah. like you, man. This yeah. is a lot of fun. Thank you for. I know we had a schedule kind of shift, and thank you for being available yeah, man, way earlier than, than it is. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm, I'm glad it happened. This is great. Um, so people, you want people to be able to find you on Instagram, Professor I Romance. I don't care, but okay. yeah, sure. It's yeah. Professor yeah. underscore Professor Romance. romance. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I only need more DMs of people being like, "Who, that guy? Who the fuck are you?" Yeah. Jeremy Renner's my cousin. 
dude, I'm so into Could that you right imagine? Yeah. All those, it's like, hey, ladies, Valentine's Day is oh, coming man. up. If you want to go on a coffee date, go to the gun show. That's what I did. I don't know if dude, you saw the pose. It. Just, it was Jeremy Renner. Like, yeah, please. It was just him and like a tank top. I just am so I, I just, you, I was asked about it on Spokast. I was asked yeah. about other things like, hey, why isn't there like a picture of your face on Instagram? Which right. is funny because I don't have that many followers. Yeah. So I was just like listening. Like I said, it's <laughs> my favorite, Jeremy dude. Renner bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this guy is so weird. You know, he's he's kind of a huge tool. And he so, doesn't have any awareness, I think. He has zero awareness. Yeah. I think he <clears throat> used to have awareness and then he got super mega famous yeah. and now he's he like you know, he flew t- too close to the sun. Yeah. So now I just changed this my Instagram. So my profile picture is Jeremy Renner and all of my pictures are Jeremy Renner. So it's, it's like pretty awesome. it's it, but it's like I find the worst photos of Jeremy Renner. You and should I just, do the like, Kyle Dunnigan thing. You're familiar with Kyle Dunnigan? Go look him up. He yeah. does the face swap stuff. So mm, we'll do like Trump yeah. and like all the Kardashians and Caitlyn Jenner. He does oh. this, he's fucking hilarious. You should do that with Jeremy Renner on your on your show. I think like, I should just. I bet I could find. I know I have enough resources. I could probably find Jeremy Renner and like contact him. Yeah. What if I just said to Jeremy Renner? I was like Jeremy Renner. Yo, I've bro. been doing this joke. Why don't you come to Spokane for a weekend? Why don't you just like have him send you a video of like him talking to you and then like post that and just like <laughs> like cameo, but it's more personal. Where it's yeah. like, hey, stop pretending you're me on the internet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Cease and desist, you piece of shit. Yeah. All right. Well, Riley, it was a pleasure having you on, my it was man. A pleasure being um, here. I, I can't wait to we, until we get together again. Oh, dude, you're gonna you're gonna blow up in viewers, our yeah, listeners. I, I, and I you're gonna get a lot of problematic. I can't back. wait. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We need the traction. So again, thank you, Ky- or Riley, Kylie, Jesus. It's okay. Kylie so, Bronner's yeah. also works. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much, Riley. It was a pleasure. Hey, thank and, you, uh, both gentlemen. Yeah. When, uh, when, when can I expect this episode? Uh, December. It'll be December. December twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. Yeah, we've we yeah. logistical hurdles. We got to try through. to get out as many podcasts out in the same week so I could maximize. What you, my what you should do is just start making podcasts and then fucking yeah. That's anyway, yeah, that's what Brandon does. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Riley. Uh, it was a pleasure, my man. And uh, I guess we'll see you next Tuesday. Please listen carefully.